Garrett Wynn Davies is a Welsh Canadian actor who has starred in numerous plays, movies, and television shows since his debut in 1977. We met Mr. Davies in September of 2023 and completely lost our minds. After we came to, we had one goal in mind watch everything he has ever been in so that next time we're ready. How has this man made a career out of making out on screen? Will this be enough to help us make it through the next meeting still conscious? This isn't a podcast, it's an inoculation. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Meg. And I'm Matt. And on this episode of Gare Can Get It, we're going to talk about, can Gare science? The answer is no. I think not. This week on Gare Can Get It. Beep, beep, boop. (laughs) (laughs) If they gave awards for makeups on screen or stage, this guy would get a lifetime achievement. He'll find any excuse to get right to second face. You honestly wouldn't believe it. Dissecting each and every kiss with tongue There's only one conclusion to come to It's that Gare can get it Gare can get it So this week we have brought Matt in as our special physics consultant because he has a degree in physics and he is published in physics and he's smarter than we are in terms of science. He can physics. I'm, he can physics. I'm differently smart. He's di- well, in terms of physics, I don't I don't know. I'm, Maybe Rachel is secretly a physicist, but I, I don't know shit about fuck. No. So. I usually beep, dispute beep, the, Matt's smarter than me. No, no, just differently smart. Well, in terms of physics, we needed a consultant. Yes. Uh, it's my speciality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is my speciality. <laughs> Look, to the winch, we, winch. We, we are experts in terms of uh, care and getting it on. But Correct. in terms of science, we need some help. Yeah. So this week, we're watching Outer Limits episode, se- oops, season, I just lost it. Season seven, seven episode 10, Worlds Within. It's from 2001. Um, so this episode, <laughs> I can't, I cannot recommend this. It's so weird. This episode <laughs> starts off with a lady named Anya Kenway. Um Really, all that we get to know about her this entire episode is that she has some disability. They r- refuse to say whatever it is. It might a condition. A, yeah, a yeah. Con- con- terminal condition. Terminal TC. condition. Yeah, yeah. She suffers from TC. Yeah, it's it's a, it's sickness. Yeah, terminal bitch attitude. So yeah. she she all we really know about her is she walks with a with a limp. She has a cane. Um, she has a terminal condition. So she keeps mentioning that she has less than a year to live. Uh, and based on context clues, she maybe has multiple sclerosis, but like unclear. So she could have benefited from a vampire dog, yeah. I guess. I guess. Hashtag forever night. <laughs> so anyways, she shows up. This is when we need the littlest hobo crossover. <laughs> Since we established that the littlest hobo is in fact a vampire dog. Is it, is it Karush? Yeah. yeah. Therefore, Is it the same vampire dog? No. Oh. Wouldn't that be amazing? We still – I Rachel brought up the idea of like um, littlest hobo being the spiritual sequel to – the Vampire Dog episode of Forever Night. And like, I hated it when she first said it. And now I'm like, you know what? It actually makes everything make a lot of sense. <laughs> it makes it funnier. The dog is trying to redeem itself. Sl- slight tangent to vampire We're already off mythology. on tangent. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> if a vampire's hair no. hangs in the sunlight, but does not, it burn? But not the rest of you? Does, but not their skin. Like, just your I hair hanging out a window? Like if their hair... Your- is it in the like the if the sun is shining on their hair, does their hair ignite, or does it not because it's like tissue. inner tissue? Yeah. Right? I think I, I think it's, it's all the- you. Okay, that's 
Because I was going to say, maybe the dog can go out in the sunlight. Because he's covered in the hair. Because he's covered in hair. Yeah, but like Gare has hair on the top of his head in the episodes when he's in the daylight. He's still smoking it on fire. So I feel like. I don't know. Evil is a metaphysical condition. Ah, Stop it. Stop it. Uh, You know what they should have done in in Little Tobo is he wears like a giant hat and a giant dog (laughs) coat. And little doggy shoes. (laughs) What what are those those, um, like harnesses that have an umbrella on top? (laughs) Yeah. No, no. In Hearts of Darkness, like two episodes later, we find out that as long as you don't think you're going to burn in the sun, you're not going to burn in the sun. And the dog doesn't think about anything. If you believe hard enough... Yeah, but you're not gonna burn. So Don't. at some point, the he, dog got amnesia. He believes he's a good boy, and strongly enough. Forgot it can burn in the sun. We can't use Multiple any of this. Personality Stop disorder. It. Stop in it. The dog. We can't use any of this in the final episode. This is all gonna have to be cut. Never. <laughs> the, do- the dog is just like I'm a good boy, and therefore. <laughs> Garrett just needed to believe he was, he was a good boy. A good boy. <laughs> He's and like, he yes, I am. Yeah. Hard enough yeah. that he stopped yeah. burning in the sun. That should have been the finale of Forever Night. He's just like, you know what? I am a good boy. I and he walks away into the sunlight. Yes. Oh my God. That's anyways, it. anyways. Canon now. That, no. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. It is. It absolutely is. No one's going to tell us otherwise. <laughs> the littlest hobo is a vampire, and you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> Well, because we established, we established that um, canonically he might be a Canadian government lab experiment gone loose, <laughs> or, what is or or he might be a Russian Wolverine. spy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, yeah. In the lab, they had Weapon X for Wolverine next to a, a, a bunch of vats of little hobos. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna, I would read that comic book series. I'm just putting that out there. Because you know how like... You know Wolverine's how, like, with, puppy. <laughs> oh my God. You know how like with Marvel, like they've they've done so many like tie-in comics that have turned out to be like canon. So like the um, the Kool-Aid man is actually a canonical Marvel character. Yeah. yeah. Like Santa yeah. Claus yeah. is a canonical yeah. DC character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like I, there's no reason why they couldn't bring in whoever owns the rights, maybe the CBC, whoever owns the rights for Vampire Dog. Um, and the littlest hobo, like there's, there's really no reason. There's no reason that they could not have um, Weapon X, the Weapon X project, being like, "Well, we failed with human men. You know what we should do? Dogs. Bring in the littlest hobo protocol." <laughs> like, I would watch <laughs> the shit out of that. Uh, anyways, Marvel, contact me. So, um, Anya Kenway is comma bitch. She drives into this research facility. Uh, on her way to see David LaSalle. David LaSalle is the character that Gare plays. Um, and as Rachel mentioned before we started recording, LaSalle is the name of the fake vampire master from the <laughs> Forever Night episode, Stranger Than Fiction. So Correct. it all it never it never strays far from Forever Night. Back. It always it always comes back home to Just, where his heart lives. <laughs> can always bring it he back. He doesn't give back he doesn't give a shit about Forever Night, but it goes back to where our hearts live, which is bottom, bottom, <laughs> forever night. So um, Gare has uh, gotten, I was going to say tricked Anya, kind of tricked Anya, has gotten Anya to come to the facility by saying, uh, I have the most fascinating project of your career. Um, I need you to come and see it, which we... And then the wink face emoji. And the wink face, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've established that like every single line in this entire episode could be used as a metaphor for uh, you a, up. Yeah, it's a double entendre. Every, every single one of them. Every single, yeah, you, every single you one. You can follow almost every line that Gare speaks or yeah. the female Anya. Uh, person Anya. that he yeah. talks to. Yeah. Regardless of whether it's Anya. Consider me fascinated. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I keep, I keep can, forgetting that line. Follow, yeah. You can follow any of those lines with 
he hears that all the time <laughs> or he says that all the time. You're right. It's, yeah, double entendre, not, not metaphor. I, I have been baking in the heat in here for a while. My brain, my brain don't work so good. <laughs> I also am like a weird uh, chewed up gum baby. <laughs> Anyways, so, okay. So he's like, most fascinating project of your career. And she's like, I'm fascinated. And I'm like, oh, oh, BDE. Okay, what up? So she shows up to the building um, she comes out of her car with her cane that Rachel thought was a sword. <laughs> I, did. I was like, oh, shit. Is this Highlander? <laughs> there could be only one. <laughs> that would have like, been amazing. So this episode could go anywhere. This, yeah. This really connects to uh, all the points of his career. Like if yeah. you put a little string on a board with it, like yeah. it all comes back to this episode of Outer Limits. He pulls out a sword, flashes his flings, and then flies away. <laughs> Which, just choked. Sim- similar thing that happened with uh, Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec. He has this episode where he talks about the things that he wants to do with his life. His park, Andy, his Parks and Rec character is like, I want to be, I want to tame dinosaurs and I want to like list of all these things. And then he subsequently starred in movies where he did those things. I was going to say, he listed out his whole future career and then yeah. just did it. Yes. Good for him. Good for yeah. good for Andy Dwyer. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the this is not a secret Highlander episode, although <laughs> God damn it. that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> so so much she shows up with if her we, with her if golden we fan cane. Fiction hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> if we believe hard enough, although she does like when she opens the door um, from her car and is like leading out with her cane, it is a golden cane. Like yeah. let's just pause there. It's not like Rachel was like, oh, a stick, ca- like a, a sword. No, no, it is. Yeah, it is it, definitely. It is a sass cane. It yeah. is a fashion cane that she brings out. So she goes into the facility. Um, she goes into like the one of like the two sets that they had, uh, and it is a room that is like very much like just ripped off of Star Trek. I bet a bunch of blinking lights will trick people yeah, into thinking science happens. It's lab here. by Lowe's. Like if the <laughs> lights blink sideways, like side to side or up and down, that's science. Yeah, yeah. That's no one will question y'all. this. Yeah, there are no like there are no Can like confirm. switches or right. Yeah. <laughs> As a resident physicist, do you also learn a lot from blinking lights and Morse code? They soothe the scientists. It's not about what they do. <laughs> they soothe the savage beast. Yes. <laughs> Generally, the lights don't blink unless you're actively doing something with them. The you equipment. would think. You think. You would think. It just makes you feel productive yeah. to see them. Well, he needs. Uh, yeah. Gary needs the blinking lights to not like be on the prowl. He's like, All right, I'm calm now. I'm calm. I can focus on the science. Suppresses his instinct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> focus. <laughs> it, it calms the savage beast. So he can't ever listen to this. So <laughs> she shows up and she sees uh, who I can only describe as the physical embodiment of the spirit of 2001. <laughs> Walk in the room. Who is uh, Roy, the postdoc intern? So Roy, the postdoc intern, uh, is a tall, skinny white kid with super gelled up tips because you gotta. Um, with a bunch of little earrings, and I will say that every time you see him, he has gained a new earring. <laughs> every time you see him, his head turns a little bit more, and, and there's you more see a new piercing. Yeah, yeah. He's got the little eyebrow piercing. He's got the little um, like bottom of his earlobe piercing. He's got a little top of his earlobe piercing. He's he's cool and hip and grunge in 2001. And he has what I can only describe as a uh, landing strip soul patch, <laughs> which is just and a Walkman Maybe and a Walkman. Yeah, doing his best. Uh, he's he. God bless him. I I know that those earrings like have to be fake because they look like little clip-on earrings. Yeah, but I just that soul patch. He had I, to grow that. Mm, I. <laughs> it's too bad to be fake. <laughs> Can I be honest? Yeah, it is too horrifying for someone on set to be like, you they know what we need? They had to cut up two pencil mustaches to make 
It's just fucking. I couldn't listen to a single word that came out of his mouth because all in my head I just heard stop it, stop it. It's just I just want to like touch it with a razor and be like, nope, go away, just be gone. So he's there, and he holy water. <laughs> it burns away. Um, thank you, thank you for curing me. So um, he shows up and he's like, oh my god, Anya, I've Doctor Kenway, I've heard about you. Um, I read your your essay on the Bell's interconnectedness theorem, and I sleep with it under my pillow at night, which is the most horrifying thing. Like whatever she wrote, like I it's right next to my porn mag. Yeah, well, yes, that's that is the vibe that I get. Like I can't even. That's like me being like, hey, Gare, I got all of forever night, and I sleep with it in my bed at night. Like that's different from I like your work. It's like full on stalker territory. Yes, because all arousal is non local. So first physics fact check. <laughs> Bell's Dead interconnectedness air. theorem. Yeah, is thank a you. Thing. Please tell us. Yeah, uh, and it has to do with some requirements on locality versus non-locality uh, when you're making a model for some system, where a system is like some particles shooting through dimensions and connecting spirits with tachyons or whatever. Just you spitballing. Know. <laughs> Random, <laughs> but uh, you can consider a system local if you can ig- ignore outside stuff. So, like, you have a box and something's happening in the box. You can ignore the train passing by. You can ignore the day-night cycle of the Earth. Uh, you can ignore gravitational waves from some supernova, whatever. If a system is non-local, you have to take those into account uh, because they can have an effect on the system. So for most things, you can consider them local because outside influences are going to have such a negligible effect. But if you're measuring tachyons crossing interdimensional boundaries to connect a comatose uh, Russian (laughs) child (laughs) in another dimension with a pulsating ball hob of flesh in this dimension, um, you... That has to be a non-local system. And so Bell's interconnectedness theorem states that any model of reality that takes into account non-local effects has to itself be non-local, something like that. Yeah, so it's like tangentially. It's not just like um, science bullshit. It's a real science concept that they're using as part of the like plot mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. Which – Kudos. Yeah, so it's 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 not just like a bullshit term thrown out there. It like seems to have some actual some tangential relation to like the theme of the episode to the actual plot. So that was yeah, I was I was impressed by that because everything else just felt like blinking lights, hitting keys, <laughs> beep boop, <laughs> boop boop. So anyways, boop. so um, <laughs> science. science. So Gare's like, uh, hey. Uh, now that you've met the spirit of 2001, you should put on a radiation suit and go into the radiation room, which... No, no, don't ask You will be is. fascinated. You will be fascinated. And she's like... Nope. No trigger warnings yeah. about pulsating blobs of flesh. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what's in there. And she's like, okay, all right, sure, let me hobble over there. So um, Rachel pointed out something I didn't notice the first time I watched it and now I can't unsee, which is uh, they have radiation suits, which... First off, are not even like closed up suits. It's like a separate Hamlet hood and a body hood that look like they're made out of like shower curtain material. Yeah. But, you know, God God bless. They tried. So um, these radiation suits are not sitting in any kind of like um, airlock. Any kind no. of, yeah, any kind of inter, any kind of antechamber. No, they're just hung up like coats. 
in the room where everyone has their desks. Yeah. So these are irradiated suits that presumably are <laughs> emitting radiation particles like into everybody. And like Gare is fine because he emits his own radiation. But for everybody else. It protects him. It protects him, yeah. For everybody else, they're all having like uh, what we had, I assume, blackouts and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hearing hearing white noise and shit. Gare's like just typing away his computer, getting his work done. <laughs> Why is everybody so weird? <laughs> well, nobody bothers me here. <laughs> or anywhere. <laughs> I love this office. <laughs> I, I can be free at last. So um, she puts on her totally irradiated suit. She goes into the into the radiation chamber, which is just more um, more blinking lights. She goes up to this, best I can describe it, is like snow white glass coffin. And inside the glass coffin is uh, the human hunk of uh, gum and flesh that is URS-28. Which is Sasha, which is the fuck. I keep saying this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And then the Outer Limits is like, hold my beer. And it shows me another <laughs> another worst thing. Like, I thought the last Outer Limits episode had something gross in it with the um, with the jerky mummies and their one milky eye. But they clearly popped the milky the eye strap. out of that one. The strap. Yes. Everyone, everyone get everyone get uh, get your um, vaccine for a strap because apparently it turns you into a fucking jerky mummy. <laughs> A jerky mummy with an extra ovary and full of semen. Um, anyways, so they clearly... That's not me making that up, Matt. That was part of the other episode. So they... Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> jerky mummy full of semen. So, <laughs> hallowed be thy name. So they they take... They... I went somewhere in my head. They, they clearly, like, popped out their one prop milky eyeball from jerky mummy and brought it over here to... Um, a hunk of chewed up spat out gum that is URS 28 popped the little milky eyeball into that I don't even know how to just I mean it like chewed up gum is about right it's got like um, yeah. one eye it's got clearly a rib cage it's moist um, it's fucking moist it's so <laughs> damp looking it's so gross sweaty oh yeah. <laughs> just um, and then it's got this like something where I think where like its hip would be is like is like going in and out. Rachel, you thought it was it was it's his heart, heartbeat, yeah. yeah, which it could be, but like it's they keep showing us such extreme close-ups of um, the chewed up gum blob that it's hard to really tell what you're looking at at all. But it has an eye, it has a rib cage, and it has a thing that pulses, and it's URS twenty eight, and it used to, when it was born. In 1987, which makes the gum blob my age, which I need to, I can't, I don't like it. I don't fucking like it. We're watching this, we're watching this wet and horny and sweaty. And then there's the ghost of a little baby child that is my age, little Russian baby ghost boy. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't need to know how old I was. Your perspective can fuck right off. Yeah. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't want it. No. I don't need it. No, there's, it's not welcome there's, here. there's the gear of the eternal age and there's whatever age I am when I watch it. And that's fine. And we don't need to, <laughs> to look into this any further. So gross up gum baby, which you're right, uh, Matt. There's no warning for her. There's nothing. It's just like you want to be fascinated. Come and see the circus freak. And they just, they just throw her in the room. It's horrible. It's science. It's fucking science. God damn it. See, so, see all the needles. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're right. It's got um, a bunch of uh, like thermometer probes just shoved into it. Just fucking turkey thermometers. So she comes out, and her whole personality, this Anya's uh, personality. We don't we don't really get to know much about her except that she's a bitch. So it's just cuntitis every scene. Like she doesn't get to like feel anything or react to anything. She's it's, a scientist. Yeah, that's what they play. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell on a kind of how she's a bitch to everybody. Yeah, well, she's every, a- every emotional bid her coworkers <laughs> present to her. Shut down. <laughs> Poor, poor 2001. Poor yeah. Roy. Yeah. He's like, you want a donut? And she's like, fuck off, Roy. 
Do you want to feel like human emotion? <laughs> you and your emotions Fuck get out of here. <laughs> you better get rid of those if yeah, you want to. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, maintain this. Career. You can't have a job in science and have, have and working human emotions. <laughs> Yeah, man up, Roy. <laughs> she should have flicked him in the nuts. Like, that is how cruel. <laughs> that is, she is just, Roy's like, hi, hi, I know who you are, and I'm really impressed by you, and, like, I'm a big fan of all of your work. And she just basically, like, nut taps him the, emotionally the entire episode. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> oh, now I'm thinking about when we met Gary, and I was like, hi, we're big fans. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you didn't even get that far. <laughs> I know. I know. I said hi, and then I just went, <laughs> The, the little wave. <laughs> I know the little wave. Why did I do it? Anyways, <laughs> fucking gum baby. Back to the gum baby. So. <laughs> we are so on track. So, anyways, she has like no real reaction to this. She's like, oh, a messed up human hunk of protoplasm. Guess it's Wednesday. Like, Sign she me nothing. up. Yeah, science. So she comes out and she's like, uh, what the fuck was that? And Gary's like, oh, yeah, that thing uh, That thing was born Sasha Ver- Verdimsky in Chernobyl in 1987. Um, we all call him ERS-28, which stands for Unexplained Radiation Source 28, which Gary's very, very proud to explain to her. Yeah, he's, he's like, like yeah. that means Unexplained Radiation Source. And she's like, I knew that. Yeah. Thank you. And he goes, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, baby. You're so yeah. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's science. <laughs> he, he does a little half turn. I'm doing such a good job. Yeah, he's like, mm, <laughs> I sounded so science <laughs> I mean, we figure out later why in this particular instance he seems to be hitting on her with every breath out of his mouth but also it's a gear performance so like yeah they didn't really need to explain that for us but anyways he's like yeah baby URS so um, this kid was born in Chernobyl in 1987 his mom was an unwed worker at Chernobyl which why you gotta why you gotta shame her why you gotta slut shame her yeah yeah, don't slut shame her. She yeah. just she the had baby would have been work. fine if she'd known who the dad was. Yeah, if she if he had a job, we she <laughs> wouldn't have had to work. Yeah, if there was a dad around. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking earlier that uh, it would be fucking hilarious if it turned out that Gary was this kid's dad. <laughs> <laughs> was fu- Doctor LaSalle in Chernobyl in 1986? <laughs> <laughs> this is sort of like that episode of South Park um, <laughs> with with um, Russell. Why can't I think of his last name? Oh my god, Russell. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah, I want to say Russell Brand. I was like, that's not right. That uh, Russell Crowe, where they're like Russell Crowe fighting around the world. And I was like, <laughs> Gary Wynn Davies fucking around the world. <laughs> and that's when Matt had to leave the room. <laughs> for his- oh yes. Because water went into my airway <laughs> and up my nose at the same time. We nearly killed Matt for the joke. I'm for so the sorry. podcast, Matthew. <laughs> he died as he lived, crying uncomfortably. <laughs> sorry. Especially the last year of podcasting. Welcome. <laughs> Don't be a deadbeat dad care. Okay. So... Anyway, she's not. Hey, hey, at least he's there. <laughs> at least he's there now. Yeah, sure. So, um, <laughs> Garen is gum baby. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crying so hard. Okay, so, um, Gary slut shames this dead Russian woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, focus. So he slut shames this unwed, this unwed um, Russian woman. <laughs> Who died of radiation poisoning. <laughs> Who died of radiation poisoning. And he's like, yeah, she worked at Chernobyl. Um, she gave birth to something that like looked looked just like this. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like this, but smaller. <laughs> smaller. <laughs> is, is Rachel, are you okay? They should have had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
Well, can I, I'm going to be honest. You didn't you didn't watch the other Outer Limits episode with us, but in that episode, a woman gives birth to something that would look very similar to what what this Russian woman would have given birth to. It's like a weird like snot shriveled peach. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> this weird uh, shriveled up snot sack that like frankly they could have used that. They could have if they had wanted to do like a what this kid looked like when it was born. They could have just used that same prop. Like it would have. I'm just I, imagining a smaller version of this prop pretty much. with a pacifier. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Why did they put it on life support? Um, because it couldn't. It has no brain function. It can't know, breathe on like, its own. Why did they save it? Why did they save it? That makes no sense to me. Yeah, no, I'm with you. They were like, this woman died. It has no parents. It is all alone. She yeah. probably doesn't have health insurance. I'm pretty sure in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. that means you just get tossed into a dumpster. <laughs> Which, but no, but it's it's like it's a fair point, and actually, like not to like get at all serious for this uh, sweaty, sexy episode of Gare Can Get It. But, like... Oh, no, heaven forbid. Um, I mean, in terms of, like, situations in which, like, an abortion would have been an appropriate remedy, like, a situation like this where the thing that you're giving birth to cannot, like, breathe on its own and has no brain. It sounds like it doesn't have... It's not that it has no brain function. It has no brain, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it's a lump of tissue. It's a lump of tissue that has, like, human parts in it. Yeah. They don't know when it's born that it's going to be emitting crazy particles and stuff. They just know no, it's, like, a lump no of whatever. they have no reason to save it. And there are situations where, like, if an abortion is not available to you, you have to give birth to a child that is not in a situation where it can survive. And you, you basically have, like, this cruel situation where there's this child that cannot cannot be on it. It's never going to grow into an adult. It's never going to be able to have any kind of a life. And due to abortion restrictions, you you have to give birth to it and basically slowly watch it die in front of you. Yeah. So, like, the real world version of this is very cruel and very sad and very upsetting. I don't know why this child... I mean, it. I don't know, like Russia in the '80s, if there, if abortion is legal. I didn't. I didn't. I should have done that research before this episode, but it didn't occur to me before. Well, she was now. in a coma. She's in a coma for six months, and then right before she dies, they go ahead and take the baby. Out. Yeah, but right. I mean, but before that, I mean, they, before that, they. I mean, maybe she would have been able to see that this thing is. Yeah, did has they? A lot not, they didn't do an ultrasound. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what would have been available, or yeah. like in terms of if they saw it had all these all these defects, if they would have allowed an abortion to happen or when she's in the coma, if they would have been like, well, this maybe they in a noticed coma the radiation. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're, they're thinking ahead. They, the they read the plot. They read the script and they're yeah. like, well, we got to let this thing live. But you're yeah. right. Like in terms of, in terms of the world of this story. So in the real world, this is horrifying for like a different reason, but in the yeah. real world, this thing does not live for like 10 more years, 14, 14 more years. Yeah. In yeah. the real world, this thing does not live, but it's also been on life support for 14 yeah. years. But in this world, I don't know in the world of this story, the world of the outer limits, I don't know why this thing why it's born in the first place why why it's like why why it's not like taking care of before being born yeah and then why after it's born they're like let's put this on life support what what is it that you're keeping on life support because in the world of this it has no brain and has no function yeah it's not it's not really a child it's a it's a bunch of like bodily tissue that's kind of in a big snot shape yeah like what do you what is the purpose of having this thing at all? And they keep it at it's Chernobyl. It's an interdimensional conduit that. Yeah, well, yeah, but they don't know they that don't when it's, know it doesn't that. come with a it doesn't come with a cheat sheet like a Nintendo game. Yeah, when it pops that didn't out. come out of the vag first. Yeah, like like a ticker tape. It, it was. It was <laughs> oh, a manual doesn't shoot it was out first. Printed on the placenta. Yeah. Breaking news! Breaking news! <laughs> I'm just imagining like a little book being thrown out of this woman's vagina. Just blurp. Yeah, it's like what's that? But um, yeah, so it's not explained why this why. The whole, the whole, how the birth, like why, the why of the birth, and then why they keep it around in yeah. Chernobyl for however many years. It's, 
in a facility in Chernobyl. And then um, at some point, it's like given to American scientists and they don't really explain. After the collapse of the after Soviet this, Union. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. the collapse of the Soviet Union. But it's not explained like why, like do, they don't seem to, I, I don't know that they knew that this thing was giving off tachyon particles at that point. Because it like, only has given them off like once. once. Yeah. Right, and but otherwise it's giving off radiation. Yeah. Yeah, but like it's why, why would you, uh, what's the scientific um, benefit of having this this lumpy thing that is, is shooting off radiation? Like what's... Because they don't know where the radiation's coming from. Okay, radiation yeah. usually to comes the from source. like fission. But, yeah. Oh, like why like it's continuing? Diff- so it's not just like an irradiated thing like the lab code. Right, it's, it's continuously yeah. producing radiation. Okay, so maybe that's why it's like an interesting thing science-wise? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Okay. Because it's an interesting Could have been why conduit. they were monitoring it enough to be able to see the tachyon particles, too. They were looking for the radiation and then they Because you it, mentioned yeah. the only reason they would have caught the millisecond burst of tachyon particles that this thing apparently emitted is if they were looking for it with equipment that we don't currently possess. Right. With equipment that we don't know how to design to detect tachyon particles, <laughs> they went ahead and did the theory... Uh, built some measuring equipment that they don't know if it actually works because we've never measured tachyon particles. And then pointed, and then set it up. And then pointed it at Gum Baby. They were like, well, if anything's going to put one out, it's going to be that thing. <laughs> and then and then they got a positive reading. And oh, our our theoretical like or experimental tachyon detector detected tachyons. Did it actually detect tachyons? We don't know. Who knows? I mean. I choose to believe that Gary is an expert in all forms of radiation based on... <laughs> you can tell how he... By the way, he types on that keyboard. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I... Tick, 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 tick. I can we, we are... That's actually... That is like... That is right after this... That is right yeah. after the scene. So... Um, she comes out. She's like, damn it, Jim. I'm a, I'm a physicist, <laughs> not a biologist. <laughs> this whole thing does feel like a discount Star Trek episode. <laughs> frankly. Yeah. So she sees... She sees Gum Baby. She comes out. She's like, what's that? He's like, uh, unwed mother. What do you expect? Um, <laughs> from, these things happen yeah from the Soviet Union um, and she's like is it like that's like a human being like is it alive does it like think he's like nah there's no higher brain function totally fine you can do whatever you want to it gum baby so then he's like he's trying to show her something on the computer and like god, god bless you Gare like I know I know that you're not the, the best with computers but god you just you tried so hard to like meaningfully type something on this computer keyboard to like make the the screen show up whatever you wanted to show up for the next scene but you you type like a penguin like you type just like little like hunt and peck and just like burr, 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 like science is happening I'm touching the keyboard science <laughs> I was like I was like oh okay good job man so at this point um they they show that so I wrote. I just called him Baby Corpse in my notes. They show that Gum Baby um, is emitting special tachyon particles that could be a new energy source, and that's why they want to study him. Matt, does this make any fucking sense to you? Can you okay, help me out? So tachyons are things that travel faster than the speed of light, uh, as opposed to bradyons, which travel slower than light. Uh, one of the things that is commonly used i guess one of the plot mechanisms that commonly makes use of tachyons is time travel because if you throw in faster than the speed of light velocities into relativity equations you get uh, negative time out of it so faster than light travel means backwards in time travel and so uh, Usually you see tachyons when there's time travel involved. Um, 
which Star Trek has used in Ad you know, nauseum. A, a whole bunch of plots have used it. Um, an energy source? Eh, uh, I mean, you could stick this. Um, you could stick Sasha Urs 28 in <laughs> in somewhere and have it heat up water and, and power a steam oh, turbine. Gum baby wire um, <laughs> Like a nuclear fuel rod if it's producing radiation without like consuming anything except like intravenous <laughs> nutrients. Um, th- in which case, Urs could just be a uh, a fuel source. Wow. Thank you for that. Oh, that bummed me out. Gum baby fuel source. <laughs> Poor gum baby. I mean, they're not. They're... No, yeah, they're they're weird. Like what you're saying makes sense in terms of we we think this thing could be a fuel source, and what you're what you're saying like describes how you get that from him just like emitting radiation. But they weirdly like don't seem to focus on that. They're talking about the tachyon particle, like somehow it's the tachyon particle that they saw come out one time that's going to be the fuel source, again. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They. So they almost add science correctly. Yeah. We're just shoot <laughs> they they pronounce the words correctly. <laughs> yes. And Such a low there's not bar. a whole lot. There's not an excessive amount of bullshit physics jargon. Garble, garble. Yeah. So, just, just regular bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he says, you know what this is? Yeah, that's the theoretical model for a tachyon particle. He says, it's not. She goes, what this is this? Is an actual measurement. This is an actual measurement. And she goes, oh, no way. Consider <laughs> me impressed. <laughs> this thing emits tachyons? Well, it did one, one well, time. It, it kind of did like one time. <laughs> <laughs> we're, pre- we're pretty sure it did. I, I drew a picture of it. Here's the picture. Yeah. <laughs> it's in crayons. <laughs> just, just, just a circle with light, well, like they, light rays coming up. The way they, they try and dumb this shit down so much for us that they just they keep drawing circles everywhere and they're like the circle is the particle and so they've got the big circle on his screen in this part of the episode where they're like yeah. that's the tachyon particle and then later when she's using when she's using her computer and Gare's using his computer and they're trying to type in equations to uh I don't really remember like do, they're doing equations to like try and get the end For result the that they want varying frequency to get the tachyon proton to come out radiation right yeah to make the right so they're going to bombard Sasha with accelerated protons which you need a particle accelerator for that. Luckily, we find out that um, Dr. LaSalle and Dr. Kenway worked together uh, at a particle accelerator. Very closely, <laughs> as we find out. Very close. Um, yeah, so... Uh, they they bombarded their particles. <laughs> <laughs> they accelerated them. Bound chicka wow <laughs> so, so, and the, the only, I guess, the... The next uh, physics term that doesn't really fit is talking about the frequency of the proton beam. Um, it's just a bunch of protons moving in a straight line. It doesn't really... I, I guess the beam itself could have a frequency of like pulsing the protons, like intensity. How hard are you trying to know. make this not bullshit? Um, I, I, I can try hard. as hard as I need to. <laughs> That's what uh, she said. So, like, <laughs> that doesn't really make sense. But they bring her on to figure out the, like, mix of frequencies to solve this big equation, big messy equation. Yeah. 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 Science. Which so, she does with her thumb, because <laughs> science. We'll get there. We'll get to Sorry. her being a bitch at Gare's house uh, and their unrequited okay, love. Okay, okay. Let me so, go. 
So, um, so what? So they use like these circle drawings to try and dumb it down for all of us non-sciencey people to explain like what's what's going on with their particles. So they have the one drawing now, the one great big circle, and then later when Gare and um, Anya are on their computers, they have what only looks to me like the bubble, the blowing bubble screensaver from two thousand, <laughs> <laughs> and and she's like typing like away madly, like Roy it, coded the animation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We get random typing and then a bunch of circles, really, really complex equation <laughs> showing up on the screen as they're typing which that's not really how you type equations but okay I mean you, you can there's a system for typing out equations and, and sorry does yours keyboard, does yours but... also involve the blowing bubble screensaver as an integral part of the science <laughs> the science no then no. it's not real science so maybe your science I'm, is not I'm advanced sorry. enough maybe, yeah. maybe I'm not a real scientist <laughs> If it doesn't involve blowing bubbles, you're not doing it right. Well, so yeah. um, anyways, so there's a little bit more science speak. He's like, yeah, this is a tachyon particle, and the um, gum baby is shooting out electromagnetic pulses and gamma radiation and muon particle streams, which are words? Yes. The, yes, those are words. Correct. <laughs> that describe radiation. Okay. So just, he could have just said radiation. and Fast-moving fundamental particles. Okay. Radiation. So radiated um, gum baby. So then um, we meet Dr. Frank Beamler, who is the director at the Beamler Center, so at this um, facility that they're in. And he looks like the fucking Crypt Keeper. So. Isn't he the smoking man from... He's the Marlboro man the Marlboro from man? X-Files. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, didn't, I never watched X-Files. I believe you. I fully believe you. So he comes in and we're all like, evil. So um, although he's he's more like mildly annoyed bureaucrat. He's bureaucrat, in this. He's, yeah, yeah. He's just a bureaucrat. Um, so he comes in and he's like, "So are we? Is Anya gonna gonna join us?" Um, and Anya's like, "Damn straight, hell yeah, yeah." So they're basically like, um, "Like you're our only hope to figure this out. No one's as smart as you. You're the only one who knows how to do shit science. with science and radiation." Beep, beep, boop. Yeah. So they're like, um, "Can you figure out a plan on um, getting getting uh, Gum Baby to shoot out?" Uh, tachyon particles, like getting getting this to happen. <laughs> you know they feed Gum Baby, and Gum Baby doesn't have perfect use of all of the material they put in Gum Baby, which oh, means Gum Baby Gum Baby does have emissions. Oh God! Oh, maybe. Do you think maybe this is the biggest poop? mystery of Gum Baby? Where is does that it, go? it doesn't poop? It, it only emits radiation. It, it goes into the other dimension that we learn about later. There's just a shit dimension. It's <laughs> just a pile. <laughs> Where does it come? It's on somebody's like kitchen table. So in another for fourteen years. Oh my God. Poop. Can you can you imagine Every if you day. live in that other dimension? And you're just like, why are all these piles of shit coming from? Jeremy, why'd you poop on the table again? It's like the it's like the podcast who shat on the floor. <laughs> And the answer is yeah. interdimensional gum baby. <laughs> that would be such a twist. Ooh, ooh, in a parallel dimension, at another physics research facility. They don't have gum baby, but they do have a glass uh, coffin full of shit. A physics research facility has been built around <laughs> where this poop comes out. Oh my god. Uh, coprolites. <laughs> Scientific term. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see this in my dreams now. <laughs> so, anyways, anyways, they're like, no one's as smart as you, and she's like, damn straight, no one's as smart as me, because she cannot not be a bitch to everybody in this whole show. <laughs> so, um, 
She's like, uh, like, do you guys think like maybe Urs doesn't like being, or maybe Urs twenty eight doesn't like being jabbed with needles and shit all day long? And he's like, it's just an irradiated mass of protons and shit. Don't fuck. It. He has no brain. He's dumber than a monkey. Like, don't even, don't even worry about it. <laughs> Aren't we all just made out of atoms? <laughs> yeah, but this is made out of atoms with, with no brain, and Gareth fine with sticking him with a sharp stick. So, like, I guess, like, morally, we're cool. Well, you know so, what they say: you can't trust atoms because they make up everything. <laughs> I'm quitting the podcast. I'm quitting. I'm de- no. Don't high five her for that. No. Don't you mom and dad joke me on this podcast. Do not. Mm-mm. No. He's catching. You caught it from him. You fucking. No. No. Kicked out. Kicked out. Done. Look at Rachel. Rachel's pissing your fucking pants the, the over there. The shot is hitting. I just. <laughs> He said it. It just came out my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ventriloquist dad joke hoodoo. I'm on to you guys. Are you, are, you, are you done? Look at you. You're fucking... Anyways. Anyways. God damn it. Anyways, they're, they're like maybe... She's like... Uh, should like... What, she has like one brief question about like the morality of jabbing sharp sticks yeah, into this like, thing that's almost a baby. Me. Yeah. And he's like, nah, that's just a that's just a reflex. It's fine. Do you want to come to dinner at my house? And I was like, that's a fucking whiplash turnaround. Yeah. Okay. So she's like, I don't really like people. I'm like, that's fucking... That's clear. You, you yeah. didn't have to say that. We like, all like, sympathize. Yeah, we, we got like, it from the context. I don't like people. I don't do parties. He's like, well, I already told everybody you were coming. Yeah. So... So, get so it'll, it'll look bad on you if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so get in the fucking car. So... <laughs> um. She so he drops her off at the like I guess there's like housing at this facility so he drops her off at this like little like low slung <laughs> rough ass looking government housing building and he's like I'm gonna get you later so he picks her up they go to they go to his house um, where we get to meet uh, his wife Nancy oh I'm sorry I forgot the best part okay so he's like bringing her to her house um, and she's and she's like just show me where to hang my toothbrush and I'll get started and I was like they're not even trying to hide this anymore <laughs> like literally it's like someone it's like there was a Women drinking say game that to him all, the time. all the fucking time I was like I was like is this a drinking game that every line out of everyone's mouth has to be fo- followed by like yeah Gary yeah. yeah anyways so um it's I guess at this point that she's like officially like I sign on because she's like show me where to hang up my toothbrush and I'm into this and he's like let me show you your house now it happens to also be my house wink so. Um, he's like, um, I want you to come to dinner, to this party for everybody. Come to my house, meet my wife, Nancy, meet the rest of the team. They show up at his house. There is a weird square cake, which where the fuck, where do you even buy a square? No one makes a square which cake. someone is cutting into wedges. Which is cutting, <laughs> cutting into weird wedges. triangle wedges. And it says, welcome to hell, Anya. <laughs> the fucking fuck? If she weren't it's a giant subliminal message, uh, yeah, yeah, they're very, yeah, they're very subtle about it. If she weren't a giant super bitch to everyone, I'd be like, why, Aww. why? But she showed up as a giant super bitch, and I'm like, well, that actually nah. feels that feels correct. Yeah, give her a weird triangle wedge of cake, <laughs> cut out of a weird square cake that says basically "fuck off" to where you came from, Anya, at her welcome to town party. Like that feels right. <laughs> that feels right. So we get to meet Gare's wife Nancy, who um, we find out was some. Some admin professional um, who worked at who worked or works, I guess, at the same facility where he's working now. Um, and Anya's like, "Yeah, Gare's a lazy dater." And yeah, I was like, "He was mm-hmm. always a lazy dater." Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. so you were low hanging fruit too. Got subtle. it. That's why her leg don't work. Permanent nerve damage. You fucked her hip crooked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that dick. Don't so, make me cry again. <laughs> so, so, um, oh, and the whole time that Gare is with his wife, who I I feel bad for saying this, but like, the actress they have play the wife is 
not as pretty or at least not as like made up as the actors they have to play Anya. So it feels sort of like uh, here's my here's my horsey face replacement wife for you. Like it just I don't know. It felt so, it felt sort of like here's she's pretty. She's yeah, but she's like not as pretty as the Anya actress. I think it's supposed to be. I didn't trade up. I just you left me and yeah. I just found and this, somebody this else. was here. This was here in the admin department. So yeah. I went to get a stapler and I came back with a wife and that was fine. <laughs> um, and the whole time he's got his hands on her belly. <laughs> That's how these things work. That's how these yeah <laughs> lazy theater. Yeah, I need some pens. I need a stapler and I'll fuck that. Yeah, yeah. come on over. Yeah. So <laughs> get in the cart. So. <laughs> So I was, yeah, yeah she's not. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to um, give the impression that I think she's ugly. She's not an ugly. She's a she's a beautiful actress. But like the way that it the way that the scene plays out is it definitely feels like she was just there and he was just there and it was like well, I mean whatever. Right. Like yeah, you're not Anya, so whatever. So um, he's holding this the skinny woman's belly the entire time as like a very clear like this is where my baby is. And I was like, all right, she's got like. You could have put a little padding on her. She's got like no. She's like, is she like negative six weeks pregnant? Like, what is what is happening? Yeah, here? yes. But um, you noticed that the wife is like nuzzling herself all over Gary the entire time, like to mark her territory. <laughs> yes, she is. Every time she's near him, she's got like her head on his shoulder. She's got her arm around him. She might as well just pee on him. Be like, <laughs> this is mine. I own this. Well, we do find out later that Anya is Doctor LaSalle's ex. Yeah, yeah. But I like. I so not not to jump ahead a little, but like I like that um, they clearly are showing us that they used to be in some kind of relationship, but there's no dialogue to that effect. It's just like right. what it's they're showing us. Yeah, 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 which I thought, which I liked, and also I like that it's like the rest of the episode does not hit on a lot of the characteristics, but they were just like, what if? <laughs> Hold on, we sneak it in there. We don't have to rewrite anything. Yeah, but we give you like a little bit of acting to show that Garrett can in fact get it. Everyone cool? Garrett gets it. Great. All right, Got awesome acting. Awesome. So, um, they're at the party. Um, Gare, <laughs> Gare, and um, and Anya cannot not be doing be doing work every every fucking time that they're around each other. So there's like a whiteboard in the laundry room where Gare has written some kind of equation that he's going to use to try and get the tachyon particles to shoot out of Gum Baby. And Anya stands there and she's like, um, if you like take off this, um. We call exponent. Yeah, they take off this exponent number two here and this exponent um, number two there. Uh, that'll fix everything. And he's like, why did I think of that? And she's like, because I'm smarter than you. And I'm like, would you? Because it's not a valid transformation of that equation. (laughs) (laughs) Although I I did see an H bar over two pi in that equation, which shows up in quantum mechanics a lot, particle physics stuff. So So they copied something out of a book somewhere. Yeah, they they copied something out of a book somewhere. Well, I mean, you know, thumbs up for that, I guess. But you don't generally just just cross out a a two in two places and go science? Uh, Yeah. No? Mm. No. I mean, you can. You you can do it. Is it valid? (laughs) No. No. Uh, But she – look, she was very, uh, very uh, cocksure and very um, impressed with herself by being like, bloop, bloop. And then Garrett comes back and he's like, "Mm, I'm going to add the number two back in both times because I'm just going to run the experiment both ways. Even though he just said to her, like, your version, your version of this equation is the correct one and you've solved everything, he still is like, mm, I'm going to run yeah. my way. What if she was hysterical when she yeah. raised that I mean, variable? Yeah, she has a uterus, so we can't trust her. We, no. And then on the way out of the party, she goes fucking back there and she writes the number two. She, like, erases the number two both times again. And I'm just like, <laughs> the two of you need to fucking, like, you're both a lot. Be less. Be less. You're fucking, you're stressing me out. So... Um, this is why he left you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He needed. He, well, I think she he, left him. I I got the impression that she left him because she's so so headstrong and so like 
Um, she feels like the kind of character who would learn that she has a terminal disease and be like, all right, fuck everyone. I'm going to be a lone wolf and live my life um, in silence and I hate all of you. Like, it definitely feels like, oh, I gave into, that up. Yeah. I gave that up. I gave up humanity. I'm going to just walk off into the sunset. Um, so then we have <laughs> – I kind of like the scene. We have Anya at the party and she's being made to mingle, which is the cruelest fucking thing. And some random woman is like, oh, let me tell you all about my aunt with multiple sclerosis. And she kept saying that your attitude determines your altitude. Like, burp, burp, burp. and I was just like, you fucking, can, so, no. can she stab you with her sword cane? Can we just like get, can we just be done with you? They're like, going to be only one. <laughs> <laughs> Highlander. So based on that, I think that Anya is supposed to have MS, but it may just be like this woman's like, oh, you oh, have yeah. an illness? I knew someone with yeah, an illness once. Yeah, I knew someone once. with me, a terminal illness. Yeah, let me just, yeah. let me tell you all about it. Um, so then Anya starts to get woozy and like drops a glass and Gary's like, can I give you a ride? And I was like, oh, sir. No. <laughs> he says that all the time. Ball wink. <laughs> and she's like, uh, no, fuck off. I'm going to go home. So she goes, she goes back to the lab because like this whole episode just feels a lot. It feels a little bit like other women's children where it's like, stop working. Stop working right now. Like, you need to have something other than work. And, like, that's me saying that. And, like, that's – if anyone should know, I should know. But it's, like, go home. Like, whatever's going on with you, like, you can't even hold a glass of water in your hands. Like, go home and maybe take a nap and take yeah. one of your 17 pill bottles. Like, don't don't go back to the office. But, of course, she goes back to the office. Um, she sees Roy because any time that, like, that Gare and Anya are not in the office, like, poor Roy is, like, the only the, – yeah. it's him and um, some unnamed Asian girl. And they're the only, like, grad student interns. And they they have to be there, like – there has to be someone there 24 hours a day, it seems like, just yeah, to take does. care of. Because he has to be monitored. And monitored. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it seems like anytime they're not there, there's only these other two. And they're the ones that have to deal with Gum Baby the whole time. So she wanders back in. Um, Roy is like, hi, I'm a human being. And she's like, fuck off, Roy. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> just so shitty to Roy. I don't Roy's like, like, I'm a human being. And so is Sasha. Yeah. Do you want a donut? And she's like, fuck off. <laughs> just like, just fucking, he's trying to, he's trying to like talk to you. He's trying to talk to you about like you, you, his concerns about gum baby being a human being are your concerns that you said to Gare like two scenes ago. So it's not like, yeah, it's not like he's pulling stuff out of his ass, but, um, Anya is like, uh, yeah, yes. He just pulls the hairs aside and opinions fall out. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact. So that's where they hide. <laughs> is that, is that how that works? So, but he's like, he's like trying to talk to her about like his concerns like this this is like a living thing it may not it may not be a human being the way that you think of it but like it's a it's a living thing and does it feel pain is what we're doing like cruel to it is that i mean the experiments that you're talking about you would have to be running them continuously for like 20 years that seems like some kind of intolerable cruelty to to um enact on on gum baby like i can't like why are we morally is this a thing that we should do um, and she's like, uh, there are no morals in science. Fucking man up, dickhead. And like, <laughs> like literally, like I said, every scene could have could have been replaced by her just giving him a nut tap, and it would have yeah. had the same the same <laughs> the emotional same effect, the same yeah. vibe. Yeah. And he's like, wah, wah, wah. so. Um, at this point, all of a sudden, we we find out that one of the little uh, turkey baster probes is loose from Gum Baby, and Roy's like, okay, like I'm on shift, whatever, I'll go in there. And she's like, fuck you, Roy, you're too dumb to do anything. So she, um, she. <laughs> Limps over to the loose in the middle of the room, hazmat radiation suit, radiation suit. Yeah. She puts one on. She wanders into the uh, radiation room. The radiation levels are rising. Creepy little little um, milky eye opens because every time anything happens, they have to give him the milky eye animation, and it's just. But they did it bleh. once, and they nailed it, and they were like, Can "Let's we just use keep, that again? yeah, let's just keep using that that same thing." We've it's just fucking, it just it's gross. Like it literally, 
they could have had it do anything. They could have had it vomit onto itself and it would have been less gross to me. <laughs> it would have been less less emotionally upsetting to me than this one little milky eye that makes a noise. A tiny little hole opens and poo just yeah. starts <laughs> I could have handled that better. Because like the eye makes this weird like little squelching noise. <laughs> With like a No, no, I hate it. I fucking I hate it. But correct, but I hate it. Ah st- oh no, no. Oh, my body, my body just shriveled up. Okay, so it's just fucking, I'm going to spray you with a hose. So the milky eye opens. Um, all of a sudden, everything has like a weird purple light to it, which is science, I guess. And there's yeah. like a whoom, whoom noise. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So <laughs> Evil is a metaphysics. Stop. Stop it. So this, um, so we get a purple light. We get um, the milky eye opening, and all of a sudden, like Anya is both going forwards and backwards in time. There's like weird time effects where everything around her is Must like be on her period. So she... <laughs> they do oh, fuck. this. This whole episode, like it definitely is like, oh, a woman experienced something. Well, that's, oh, that's not science. Well, that's not that's science. not admissible. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did she have a soul patch? No. Did she have a dick and balls? No. no. That's not science. That's Sorry. not science. That's that's Eyebrow hysteria. Piercing? Oh, deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> that's hysteria, and we know how we deal with hysteria. Care? <laughs> Rejection. <laughs> London Seaside stat. <laughs> what do you what do you call that, Matt? A uh, an injection of penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's how you uh, heal a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> From when ails her. Spoken with authority. <laughs> I can't be in this room with the two of you. So <laughs> I can't look at you. So um, anyway, she has this like weird forwards in time, backwards in time. Stuff is moving slow. Stuff is moving That's fast. That's why she left Gares. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't handle the injection of penicillin. Oh, no, because he offered. <laughs> She's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> Don't make light of my 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 TC. My terminal condition. <laughs> my choke to you. <laughs> No. Jesus Christ. So then not only is she getting the purple light, the backwards and forwards in time, but she turns around and there is what I can only describe as a Russian space baby ghost. Yes. So it is a like 10 year old ish boy and it's um, 2001. So he's got a uh, blonde mushroom cut, which was the only allowable haircut for all children Correct. in the year 2001. Except Hanson. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Hanson, but Hanson had girl hair. So you either had yeah. girl hair or you had mushroom cut yeah. and a list of haircuts. Mm-hmm. So he's got um, he's got mushroom cut. He's wearing like all white. He's glowing and white. Um, and speaking to her in an English, in an American accent, um, in English with no Russian accent at all, which I guess you were born in Russia, but you were never actually like born born. So maybe you didn't get a Russian accent because you're only a space baby outside of yeah. time and, and the universe, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, so he's like, help me. And she's like, well, that's unusual. So <laughs> what up? Hmm. <laughs> I need to put that in my research yeah. journal. So then all of a sudden, um, after she sees Space Baby goes, she zooms back backwards in time to right the second before she's about to walk into the radiation room. So she's like, huh. So she goes and watches um, some videos on her computer that the scientists at Chernobyl like uh, filmed of themselves when they were first um, investigating ali- uh, gum baby. Not Did alien, she look it up on baby. Encarta 95? I guess. It feels like, like, and you're a joke, it feels like an Encarta 95 video because it's one of those, like, little videos inside a great big, like, yes. border, which yeah. feels exactly like how encyclopedias used to work on computers. Yes. Where you had all the discs for it. So anyways, I guess I guess Encarta was really thorough that year. And they're like, yeah. oh, you want the Russian, you want Russian, uh, you want Russian gum baby? baby? Yeah. Not have, a problem. Yeah, disc four. Disc four Russian gum baby. So. The Encarta 95 expansion. <laughs> yeah. You, you click on da. it. It's like, yeah. put in, put in disc number, whatever. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Russian baby radiation disc is disc four. 
<laughs> so she, yeah, she has the Russian version of Carter. <laughs> oh my god! So she she manages to put because like I know they weren't using the internet, so she manages to put it in and she um, watches this video which has it's like dubbed over into English, and she and she learns that um, other people who were at Chernobyl um, around the time of this kid's birth and um, also the ones who were studying him after his birth, um, w- one p- women who had this one woman who had a brain disorder also saw a vision of a young boy. And it sounds like maybe a couple of other people who had, if they had any kind of like medical issue, all of a sudden they were able to see uh, ghost boy visions. But the scientists were like, well, you have something wrong with you. That's obviously, they they broke the part of your brain that does not see ghost boy visions. And yeah. so obviously that is what turned that on. That's why you see ghost boy, nothing to investigate, end of list. So um, uh, Gear, Gear comes in after she's looking at all the stuff and she refuses to tell Gear about Ghost Boy because she knows that uh, as a human woman he wouldn't he, he yeah would not, there's no yeah. chance he's yeah gonna he's not gonna, he's, gonna, he's gonna be like oh you're the uterus the uterus again oh so um, she's like yeah there was just an EMP burst I guess so oopsie doodle an EMP which burst. is which is a tautology <laughs> yeah and a pulse electromagnetic burst. pulse burst yeah yes look they tried at least they, they didn't fun. say EMP pulse yeah yeah yeah. Give them give them a half point credit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like nobody knows what the fuck they're saying in <laughs> Maybe this entire it's episode. Extremely <laughs> mad protons. Okay, so <laughs> so the kind of radiation that they're talking about, as far as like uh, Chernobyl radiation and whatever, those are not. It's not electromagnetic radiation. It's like neutrons coming out of atoms. I was going to say, does the electromagnetic make any sense to Or you? electrons or whatever. A burst of like alpha radiation, which is, I think, just electrons, um, wouldn't be called an electromagnetic pulse because that's just like radio waves and like light energy and stuff. Uh, it's all It's all photons, not protons and neutrons and electrons um extremely mad so why would it be an electromagnetic pulse burst don't worry about it so she just says words to say words why gum baby yeah Yeah. at least she pronounces the The letters the the letters in emp yeah no give her give her credit for that i guess this is an imp burst (laughs) what it's an an imp burst I know, I know we're joking about this, but, like, there have definitely been times where I have gone back and watched programs from the 90s and early 2000s where they used science terms, which yeah. we're all more familiar with now than we would have been then, like, as a as a wider yeah. culture. it's called CSI. And you, Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. go and you watch it and you're like, the fuck? Enhance. Yeah. All of CSI. Yeah, yeah well, well, and computer stuff, too, especially, yeah. I, I remember watching, like, an early episode of Law & Order where they were on the internet and they just had a Word document pulled up on the screen and they were typing, like, HTTP colon slash slash into a Word document. And I was like... <laughs> Where the fuck do you think that's going to take you? But they were acting like it's a real. I was like, like, what? (laughs) They type they type the URL in the Word document, and Word turns it into a clickable link, and then they can click on it, and it opens the web. Yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, in the future. Yeah, absolutely. But this was this was just like beep boop boop (laughs) computers. So this is beep boop boop science, I guess. So she's like, uh, I'm not going to tell him about um, seeing space ghost coast to coast. So we're just. <laughs> just, I'm just gonna make up that I got uh, that I saw uh, there's an EMP and and I'm fine now. So we're not gonna. He's not gonna wonder where the electric like electricity came from. It's just yeah. it's fine. It's just he's a 
ghost. He's like, he's well, a, you're already terminal. So. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a gum baby, so who gives a shit? So he's like, um, I think you're like, you look really stressed. You're like overworked. You should go home. And she's like, but science is all I do. And he's like, if you don't go, I'm gonna make Roy play, play his white boy rap without headphones. And she's like, oh shit, 2001 white boy rap. And she yeets out of there as fast as she can. <laughs> as would I. <laughs> so then it's a terrifying prospect. smash mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Just running in slow motion. So she she goes home and like, does she rest? Fuck no, she doesn't rest. She is a scientist. She's gonna die in a year. She has equations to equate. She's going to make it happen. Yeah. So she goes home. She uses her fucking Windows 95 screensaver to solve this equation. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking love it. While she's taking fistfuls of pills from like the tallest, (laughs) biggest pill bottles I've ever seen in my entire life. Like not just like, oh, I need like it's four o'clock. I got to take one of these and two of those. She's just like downing every bottle that's on her desk while with her other hands typing equations. from her. To the computer screen, and every time we cut back to her, she takes a She's chucking more pill. pills. Yeah, yeah, she is going through time and space without the need for gum baby. Like she does not. So, um, so she's at home, and while she's at home, Roy, like it's Roy's turn to watch gum baby. So Roy goes, and he's like. Oh, gum baby, I feel really bad that you have to be in here and that you're being jabbed and poked and prodded, and, and I and we're about to commence a it, series of. Uh, proton bombardment experiments for the next 20 or 30 years. For the next 20 or 30 years, yeah. You're going to be you're gonna be chained up here in pain, um, zapped with particles for 20 years. That's miserable. No one listens to me. No one, no one is even bothering to see whether you can feel or anything. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to release you from this. And how I release you from this is by squeezing your breathing tube until you die, <laughs> which seems like the most painful. Why not just God damn turn it, Roy. off the ventilator? <laughs> Because his soul patch is in charge and he can't think straight. Oh, okay. <laughs> it gets yeah. in the way. <laughs> it's, it's consuming yeah. all the blood in his body. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's why he's so What pale. do you think they feed on? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine the soul patch just, like, pulsing? Just like... <laughs> so, anyway. So, it cuts back and forth between him squeezing the, um, the air tube and going back to Anya's house. And Anya just, like, walking around her house. Um, now that she has her computer trying to run these equations. And she pulls up a stack of photos. And I was like, oh, what's this? It's a stack of photos of her and Gare. And it's not just like we knew each other from before we're friends photos. It was all like him with his arm around her, them having a Hawaiian vacation. Like it was this close to just having like a like an in-the-bed smoking cigarette photo. Like it was all very much yeah. we, we used to fucking here's the photographic proof. And I was like, well, that would have been cool for them to, like, mention in dialogue at any point before now, but, like, whatever. And then she pulls out a big framed photo. Uh, so she throws all those photos away in the garbage because she doesn't give a shit about personal things. And then she pulls out a big framed photo of... She's a scientist. She's a scientist. There's no time for dicks. Science. So she pulls out a big framed photo of her and a bunch of other guys in lab coats, one of whom is Gare, and it's from when they used to work together. And I think it was, what, some previously um, successful experiment. accelerator. Yeah. Yeah, The linear accelerator. Yeah. So, I mean, of course you have to frame the one about the experiment with you and Gare and, like, 10 middle-aged, overweight guys in lab coats. And then you're throwing out the ones, like, the post-coital pictures. Like, whatever, man. Okay. So So they're going back and forth between um, air tube and uh, he used to fuck me pictures. And then as as Garrett, wow, as um, Roy, as the spirit of 2001, is choking, is suffocating um, gum baby, all of a sudden, Anya is, like, feeling the effects of the suffocation across town, and she starts choking and falling on the floor and being very dramatic and whatever the fuck. Spooky and, action at a distance. Oh, I know that. What is that? Tell me uh, the science. <laughs> Give me the science. <laughs> Give me the that, science. That's, uh, I think Einstein coined the phrase um, to describe, uh, like, quantum entanglement. 
where oh okay there's so they're, they're tangled they're part across of space yeah they aren't tangled <laughs> why did you say that so sexually so uh is that a requirement of this podcast is, uh, yes i mean correct That's what she said. correct so anyway so she's <laughs> on the floor and gum baby is you know doing however he breathes <laughs> gum baby learned from the best how to entangle women <laughs> jesus christ oh my god gum baby sex predator <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to have weird dreams tonight, you guys. So um, all of a sudden, so she's suffocating on the floor. They're getting that weird purple, like, space and time effect. And it shoots her backwards in time is kind of the impression I get. Because she had broken the picture that she had. She had had dropped the picture of her and the other scientists. And then we get the purple effect. And all of a sudden, the picture is unbroken again. Except it disintegrates Roy in the meantime. Which which is not fixed until when we go back in time much later. Correct. Even though it goes back in time, it's like, fuck Roy. He he is still just, yeah. Sometimes the effect of going backwards in time in this episode carry over and sometimes the effect of going backwards is like no you just go back to a thing that actually happened at as it happened at that point yeah. in time previously it's surprisingly for the outer limits it is not consistent in its depiction what? of time travel i know what? Shock. i know so um so she hobbles over she runs over to the office um let's see she runs over to the office and she sees Gare and she's like uh like roy has disappeared she doesn't even bother to go to the room to see if roy is still disappeared because, we, like I said, we went backwards in time. Yeah, he might still Roy, be there. Actually. She's just like, nope, he's definitely gone forever. Um, I saw him in my mind's eye basically, yeah, disintegrate, turn into gas, basically. Like, he gets burned from the inside out by Gum Baby, and he's just, he's nothing anymore. So she goes and tells that to Gare, and she's like, look, like, um, I know that we're both serious scientists, but also I had a vision across town of Roy trying to choke Gum Baby, and then he um, exploded, and Gum Baby is a ghost Russian baby, and Gare's like, I need to sit down. <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> um, but by the way, Gare's like, hey, I ran your simulations on my screensaver, and it totally checks out, and it works, and so uh, we're going to use your your thing, and I'm going to go and tell the boss in a minute to use your um, your equation, and we can start tomorrow, and we can start uh, – bombarding um, gum baby with particles to make him shoot out other particles and it's going to be great um while and he's trying to like talk anya down i feel like about all this stuff with the ghost baby like the only other people who saw ghost baby had brain tumors do you have a brain tumor you don't have a brain like just like fucking forget it it's not science that you like you saw this thing someone else saw this thing let's not investigate tc it's not a brain tumor yeah right yeah you have a uterus, and that obviously makes you not understand things. Um, that Getting lady in the way of science. Yeah, yeah that... I, I won't hold it against you. Just don't tell anybody else what you just told me. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, exactly. Just yeah, shut we'll up. Come about back it. to work tomorrow, yeah. and we'll pretend that you never said these. Yeah, you have a uterus. <laughs> the other, the Russian lady who uh, got the brain tumor, she had a uterus. Um, I know exactly what is tying these things together. If you have a uterus, you see a ghost space Russian baby. Just Clearly. fucking shut up about it. Um, we're going to use your equation. Be happy. Go home. So um, now um, Anya finally wanders into the lab and sees the other lab tech who doesn't get a name, I don't think. She's just... Uh, Jane. Is it Jane? It shows how much I've Jane or Janie. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. So Jane, the other the other lab tech who gets like two lines in this entire episode. Um, Anya wanders in and is like, hey, uh, did you happen to see... <laughs> 
uh, the the spirit of two thousand one. Did you happen to see Roy? <laughs> did you happen to see Roy? Like I don't know, burst into flames or some shit. And Smash James mouth like plays faintly in the distance. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> so <laughs> he's here. He's here amongst us. <laughs> Can you hear us, Roy? <laughs> it almost feels like he's here. <laughs> <laughs> A tiny little earring like drops out of the ceiling. So <laughs> blob of hair gel. <laughs> 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 is this ectoplasm? No, it's hair gel. <laughs> so, Roy, Roy. Uh, <laughs> it's gear. So anyway, so um, he, she's like, "Did you happen to see Roy? Like, was he around?" And and um, Jane's like, "I don't fuck. Nope, he's not here now." Um, and she's like, "So I is like, uh, did you happen to like did um did Gum Baby like happen to like start choking at any point?" And she's like, "Yeah, his oxygen levels dropped at like two o'clock at like um two twelve p.m." And no one else was here, and we checked the video, and the video happened to be out. That's weird, but we didn't look into it anymore because Meh. we don't actually care. Science. Gum Baby is still fine now, so who gives a shit? And I can replace Roy with anyone down at the local bar who also yeah. has a soul patch because they it's will also know fine. science. It's fine. Who gives a shit? Hive so, mind. Yeah, hive mind. Yeah, <laughs> the hive mind hive. of the soul patch. Yes. Yeah. So um, Gear goes over, to his, goes over to the boss and is like, hey, look at this um, equation. And she solved it, and, and they're all like, good job. P.S. Uh, you know how Anya has a uterus? And they're like, yeah. Well, she's been seeing weird shit. And they're like, ah, you shouldn't have hired someone with a uterus. They're all fucking messed up. You shouldn't have. Even though she solved this problem that none of us could yeah, solve. Yeah. So we immediately need to kick her off Get the her project. Because yeah. she's talking to uh, Russian space ghosts. And we need to cut cut that out real quick. <laughs> cut that <laughs> cut that at the, at the nib. So We can't condone that kind of activity. <laughs> But you're like we talked about this a little bit. Like on the one hand, the stuff that she's saying seems so outlandish, like she's seeing ghosts. But on the other hand, they're all saying that they're they're seeing particles that have an effect on like space and time. Um, and they've kept this weird gum baby alive for 14 years. Yeah. And like it's not just her that's it's not just her seeing this. It's other people but that's across where we continents that have seen like weird space ghosts. So it's like. Could you maybe, I don't know how you would investigate this, but, like, could you maybe just, like, not start from the assumption that she's totally wackadoodle? Like, could yeah. you maybe just try? This is stupid um, TV conceit where all scientists are somehow closed-minded and bigoted. They're like, Ugh, no, that could never happen instead of being like, oh, my God, describe the conditions exactly. Let's see if we can get it to happen again. Yeah, like, just, like, look into it. Like, I don't believe in ghosts, but if you were, like, if you were like, hey, I have a bunch of scientists who are in the exact same conditions and all of them experience ghosts, it'd be like, is that something we can look into? Maybe? It could like, be a side effect of the radiation. It, yeah. it could be a side effect of the radiation. Yeah, on we someone's... need to get to the bottom. Yeah, of you this. don't have to. You don't yeah. have to jump to like spiritual belief, but you have. But like, why not investigate a thing, like a phenomenon that appears to be happening? Like, yeah, I don't... there could be some chemical difference in her brain that is. Yeah, allowing the radiation that's giving to her hallucinations. Affect her. Yeah, let's see how that's working. He's clearly emitting something that's creating these hallucinations. Let's find out what that is. Yeah, if she's yeah. having a hallucination. Probably you'd want to stop that. That's not a good thing to be happening. Yeah, or figure so, like, out let's why figure it's out, happening. Yeah, figure out what's going on. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, they're just like, oh, ghosts, blah, like kick her off the team. I mean, at, at worst, it means some kind of radiation is getting through the radiation suits. The totally not sealed radiation suits? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Which means. Surprise. It may not be making you have visions, but you could still be being affected by it. Yeah. And so don't you want to know if it's something that's going to give you a brain tumor in two years? Ah, ghosts. Did the Russian lady have a brain tumor before she started seeing the hallucinations? <laughs> I, I think so. I think she did only or had some kind of genetic condition, right? Yeah, she had a genetic brain yeah, abnormality. Yeah, because that's what they, they <laughs> Russian space ghosts can't talk to you if your brain's normal. Yes, science. So, anyways, so um, the two the two uh, old white men are like, "Fuck that!" So we have to we have to kick her off the team. And yeah, we're gonna let you go. 
Yeah, thank, thanks for all your work. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> thanks for this equation. <laughs> the, Peace out. The guy guarding the gate shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ma'am. So Anya um, goes in into the one security guard <laughs> in the entire <laughs> they building. Can, they can only afford one. <laughs> Although that guy is like nine feet tall, so like I think yeah. I think they could have either had two normal sized guys or one giant yes. guy, and yeah. they were like Absolutely. they were like pound for pound. Yeah, <laughs> one guy. And <laughs> <laughs> let's get the Hulk. So Anya goes into the radiation chamber. Uh, to talk to Sasha and she's like I know you didn't want to hurt uh, Roy and, but he tried to kill you so you kind of had to um, I wish there was something I could do to help you like she is all of a sudden she has gone from total skeptic to like I am full in that you can hear me and you can understand me and you are trying to communicate with me like what can I do so obviously the very next thing that happens is Sasha Ghost Boy takes her outside of space and time to another dimension which has <laughs> fucking what so outside of this so in this other dimension which does kind of, we talked about this a little bit um, outside the podcast. It feels like maybe it's supposed to be heaven, question mark, but then yeah. also like it's. Wait, is this the afterlife? Or is just this another a dimension. world? Yeah. Yeah. So I, all I know about it is it's white. <laughs> it's white everywhere. So science. Yeah. So they go, so um, Sasha somehow manages to shoot Anya's consciousness into that other dimension where he can't go. Which is sort of confusing to me, but so she, so he just bloops, he shoots her over there, um, and she meets the mom of Anya, who again, uh, blonde white lady with no Russian accent, even though she died in Chernobyl, so cool. Yeah. Um, she also has a mushroom cut, and that's how you know that she's the mom because they have identical haircuts. <laughs> and, it's hereditary. And then somehow in this other dimension, there is um, the little boy's body in a little bed and she's like this is my Sasha and he doesn't wake up over here because he's like still tied to your dimension and I was like okay now you've lost me because if it's if it's like his it feels like maybe heaven and maybe it's his soul but like his thinking soul is over here with his weird mushy corpse but then there's like a shell of where his soul should be in the afterlife and or another dimension and I was just like I'm tired now I'm tired okay (laughs) fucking whatever stuck in that pulsating bob of flesh over there yeah <laughs> and then the sleepy half of his soul got to go to heaven like i don't stop it i heard you stop it oh god i fucking that noise is so this the utter limits i didn't realize was like was so gross with it's its sound wishy it's just ugh. anyways so they they yeet um out to a different dimension in space and time um, and the mother, the ghost mom is like, please try and free Sasha. And, and Anya is like, how the fuck am I gonna, like, what, what part of I'm a physicist makes you think that I can, I can figure out how to free a soul trapped in a hunk of goo and send it through space time. But <laughs> it turns, you know, science fucking figure it out. <laughs> uh, but it turns out the answer is fucking, of course. So <laughs> Matt. Lasers. Yeah. Lasers. So, I'm sorry. It's sorry. I, I was incorrect there. It's not lasers. It's proton beams. <laughs> You misspoke. We have to, we have to cross, Check the, yourself cross the stream before you wreck yourself, sir. We, we have to cross the streams. Jesus Christ. But I like I like how there's like half a minute of I how how could I possibly solve this metaphysical problem? And then she's like, oh wait, no, I got it. Lasers and proton beams. Hold, hold on. No, no. Th- this is what happens. She's yeah. at home and she's pissed off and she throws the thing oh, at God, the mirror and cracks the mirror. Well, after so wait before before that though she um she gets caught by Garrett and the boss and Garrett and the boss come down and they're like hey yeah. you're seeing ghost babies so you're fired now I'm real sorry mop mop and that's when security takes her home yeah and then she throws the glass at the mirror and Matt was like oh that's gonna give her the answer she's gonna see that pattern in the glass and this go, is that's what it. I put up with <laughs> this is what happens when we watch Forever Night 
I mean, he he <laughs> called oh, the second called Matt called it. Yeah. I screamed. I was like, no, no, I mean, why are you ruining it? Because sure enough, she stands up it and like she like three minutes in advance sticks her finger in the middle of the starburst, like of broken glass on her mirror. A singularity. Boop. So yeah. can you you seemed to understand what the fuck was going on with Vector, this broken Vector, glass Vector. meaning something. <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> you seemed to, but did you also do do too? I, I have to I have to like translate. Oh, okay. Um so that I'm not using bullshitty physics charge. Uh, I was gonna say dumb it, dumb oh, it real yeah, down. Okay. Dumb it real down. Don't outer limits it on us. I, I need to de jargon it in my head. In theoretical physics, hypothetical theoretical quantum physics, according to the rules of quantum physics, if you get enough stuff, mass or energy, in one spot, concentrated like densely enough, uh, it makes a hole, um, like a singular. It, the term singularity gets thrown around, um, and it's like a spike. Um, and that's like what a black hole is. That's what a wormhole is. Um, it's like two singularities that connect. You make holes in two places in space and they, they connect. Um, and so I think the, what they're implying here is they shoot multiple lasers at the, sorry, they shoot multiple proton beams <laughs> at the same spot so that they intersect to produce a lot of energy in one spot and punch a hole in oh. the fabric of space-time. So, okay, so wait, the, the lines in the mirror, the lines of the crack, are those just, is that her just going, oh, these are lines all pointing together yes. towards one central point? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was, okay. That I inspired see. the idea of... Oh, okay, of other things. And, and then the, the, point, the, singularity. the okay. center of that, like, spiderweb crack is the singularity oh, okay. into the... Which punches a hole into the okay, other dimension. That makes so much more sense than. Which luckily, there's only one. Me watching her crack a hole in her. There's mirror. only one other dimension. There's only one That's other right. dimension, so you don't have to figure out which one to punch a hole into. You right? Just... No, there's Whew. Russian space heaven, <sighs> and then there's Earth. Those yeah. are the two. <laughs> this is this is like grade six science, you guys. I don't. <laughs> Damn it! I was homeschooled. Is this the heaven for people I'm that sorry, die of radiation poisoning? Someday we should do an entire podcast on my Christian science textbook. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and how secondhand smoke is not bad for you, and the hole in the ozone is a liberal propaganda, and God, uh, CFCs were actually great for us, and what? getting rid of them um, has caused people to die. Wow! I didn't get that far. You didn't I, get that far. I read part of it. Yeah, but I didn't get that far. Yep. Oh my god. Well, you've done good with what you got in this Thanks. world. <laughs> Think about all the people who've died in fires because we can no longer use CFCs and fire extinguishers. Say a prayer for them tonight. <sighs> my eyes just rolled so far back in my head that I saw my own brain. <laughs> and my brain was also rolling its eyes. <laughs> Global warming's a hoax. Mm. It's not. I mean, I'm just quoting my uh, No, I, fig I figured you <laughs> I had to do a lot of deprogramming to get me where I am today. Yeah, so, no, I figured um, you hadn't just um, I hit didn't the, study the Russian right space switch. heaven because I'm sure Jesus does not approve of Russian space heaven, so. I no, mean, based commies, on that tech book. Commies don't go to heaven. Yeah. 
No, they, yeah, because like, they, they don't go to heaven. They go brown guy. There's no way he's going to. Heaven. Yeah, they um they don't go to uh, white Christian heaven. They yes. go next door to Russian space child dimension heaven. <laughs> radiation you, poisoning. Heaven. Yeah, radiation poisoning. Way better, heaven. honestly. Yeah, you just take the laser <laughs> and you move the laser slightly to the right. That's <laughs> that's how that works. Got it. Got yeah. It, good, good, yeah. Good, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> fuck. So, anyways, so she's like, "Aha! I cracked my mirror. I figured all this shit out." So she goes to to Gare's house at five thirty in the morning, and he comes out of his room in his little bathrobe and he's like totally wide awake and he's like no no I, I'm here for this I'm just oh booty call yeah all right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah she's like I'm sorry for bothering you at 5 30 and he's like mm-hmm. that's that's cool baby yeah that's fine. I know I'm, I'm sorry. sorry yeah I mean I was only in the middle of something but that's fine <laughs> and that could be in the middle of something again <laughs> and that something was my wife <laughs> <laughs> this I feel like this episode like benefits from like a sweaty horny interpretation and it makes it so much more fun than like the actual episode itself yes, correct. but like I, I also feel like we're not we're not just making up a sweaty subtext like there are there's all those there's all those sweaty pictures they clearly had this like affair from before or relationship yeah. from before like there's 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 like a sweaty underbelly of this that they just weirdly never touch on in the dialogue like at all um except to say that like gear knew her from before end of sentence like we're yeah. done so I feel like um, us ending every single sentence with "absolutely you can, Gare" is like <laughs> is not is not as like it's not that far. No, out. we're not stretching that much. No. So, anyways, um, he's like five thirty fuck fest, and she's like, "No science," and he's like, "All right, science." <laughs> oh, bait and switch. <laughs> Damn it! I wouldn't answer the phone. Down. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, she, he, she's like, um, "Look at this drawing I just did of a broken mirror. Look, it's a singularity." And he's like, "Aha!" So we need to. Um, Aim, use proton rays to clash at the singular. I wrote this down like verbatim because I was like, don't know what this means. Use proton rays to clash at the singularity above the life, life support chamber so we can punch a hole in the space-time continuum. However, to do that, like we need more power than is currently going to this um, to this little room. And Gare's like, I, I can figure that part out. Like, that's fine. I just go to a back room and I take one thing out of a box and I put another thing into that box. Like, got it. Science. We'll yeah. put my power. I replaced a, a 50 amp circuit breaker with a 70 amp circuit breaker. <laughs> <laughs> then took a piece of wire and tied it so it can't, <laughs> it can't trip. Yeah. <laughs> Electricity. <laughs> got it. So, but the whole time, like, it's he's making, like, the, at this point, I appreciated the fact that they're having this argument with each other where she's like, look, I've proved to you that other dimensions and space ghosts exist. And he's like, you have not proved any of this to me. And I'm like, and I'm like, correct. Yeah, fair. (laughs) Like, I want him to I want him to assist you in investigating this phenomenon. But you are coming from it from a point of like you've gone full believer. You're like Russian space ghost, baby. And he's like. You need to take a nap. Like, where did where did this all come from? Like, I no one else has seen Russian space ghosts except for a lady with a brain tumor. Like, what do you even? There's other dimensions now. Like, where are you coming from? And she's like, I proved it to you because I said the words that I have proved it to you, and so therefore it is proven science. And he's like, Well, <laughs> get it Q-E-D. together. Yeah, exactly. And he and <laughs> and then she she throws out the I'm dying card, which I was like, Oh, that's I mean, touche, yeah. touche. She's right, like, she pulls out the I'm dying yeah. and then pulls the damsel in distress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, um, I only have a year to live. Um, do not do not deny this dying woman her last wish. Also, you used to fuck me. This punani was good. Please help me. Please help me ruin science for you and maybe lose your job. And he's like, well, all right. The punani was good. Okay, on the uh, way. So yeah, <laughs> I have no rebuttal. So they they go back to the. <laughs> oh oh, and then she sorry she quotes him at him, and I'm like that's. 
That's fucking beautiful. She's like, you know how you always said that an unseen greater good could come from all tragedies? And I'm just like, how does that, how does that actually relate what? to this situation? Do you mean like the tragedy of your... I mean, I think you what she's saying is... your job and then I'm going to fuck off and die? Yeah. I, well, I think the tragedy He's that she's a- saying... I think the tragedy that she's saying is like the tragedy of her getting whatever insert disease later her disease is. Yeah. Um, and like the good that came from this is that it made her brain able to accept Russian space baby waves. Or or the tragedy <laughs> is URS 28. Well, but if the, tra- if the tragedy is URS 28, then the good that comes of that is uh, that he's a new source of energy or whatever, in which case she would oh, be yeah. for that maybe, right? But mm. yeah. I, or what, uh, that um, URS-28 brought us together again one last time, in which case this then becomes a porno, which it unfortunately <laughs> does not. So, I mean, if I really had to have like Meg any nitpicking. so hard. I was so hard. <laughs> so hard. I wished through time and space and it did not happen for me. So, oh, I can't listen to this. So, okay. So, anyways, so she quotes him and him and he's like, well, I can't, I can't argue with myself. Um, cool. I am a very wise man. I am, I am or else wise. I'd get kicked off the project. <laughs> yeah. So they go to the facility. He goes to the like the electricity closet. He moves out one electrical thing. He puts another in because science. He manages to get more power to go to the lab. Um, she goes to the lab and like types in her equation and gets it all set up. And then basically they get it all set up and then everyone kind of catches them like in the middle of it. But they can't pause the the uh, the whatever is running the experiment that has her equation in it because it's it's rolling. And I guess there's no emergency off switch in science. And they... uh, Gare jammed the breakers. Is that why there's no off switch now? Or the jammed the circuits? I forget how he phrased it. Is, yeah, he says science? if you try to turn it off now, you'll overload the breakers and blow the whole system. I don't understand how electricity it works. Does this that... is, is this what we're going to? Yeah. Is, it, yeah. <laughs> is, that, this is, is that how electricity this is works? Just, is this where we're going to draw he the line? He the tech. Right, right here. <laughs> he teched the tech and now you can't untech the tech. So okay. you just go with the tech. Yeah. Okay? So, okay. So we science the science <laughs> before. Boom. And, and, now we, and now we have electricity go, is bad. Yeah. So um, they can't turn it off. Um, I like how Garrett, when he first shows up in the room, um, and they don't know that he's in league with Anya, and then and then they're like, "Can you do stuff?" And he's like, "Oh, what? I couldn't say anything to her. How could I possibly say anything to her?" And then he's like, "I admit it. I electricity the electricity. <laughs> it's stuck forever." So um, then they're like, "Well, let's bring in fucking Lurch, the world's biggest security guard, <laughs> and we'll get we'll get him to tear to take her out of the radiation room." But it turns out that Anya has slashed all of the totally ineffective, anyways, radiation suits. Well, he, so he. <laughs> brings his own. He brings his own. Yeah, he has to wander yeah. into the hallway and get his own. So he has I imagine go- when he got hired, he, he said something <laughs> you, like, do you have your own I will do the work of three men for the salary of two men. Because <laughs> I am the size of four men. <laughs> he is like, not to, not to like body shame this actor, but he, <laughs> what planet does he get? <laughs> he is, he is like he is like two large men in a trench coat onto <laughs> the shoulders. He is so big, and I feel like I didn't notice it at the beginning of the episode when he's just in the um in the security guard gate because he's he's I don't know he's like kind of standing away from her, and I think he's sitting down at one point and like yeah, there's I don't, some perspective there. Yeah, that yeah. Makes he just it seems like he seems like a sort of large guy, and then we see him in this room, and it seems like the ceiling was lowered. <laughs> like he's just he's just like Marr. <laughs> I'm just like oh my god. So he uh, punches Gary in the face and knocks him over. So. Minus 100 points. Although, um, in terms of like, in terms of like, like fighting acting, I thought like they did a good job. Yeah. Like I believe that he actually got that there was contact there, and he just went womp onto the floor. Um, so womp womp. So they 
they try and go in. The um, the world's biggest security guard tries to go in after her. She needs to like pull something out of a panel inside the radiation room, which is not super explained, and I don't think matters. But because the electricity won't electricity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's, she has yeah, to pull the to, out K sixteen. It's in that panel over there. To oh, that's right. Because there was some kind of like a, a safety switch yeah. or something, and she has to uh, pull out the thing that makes safety happen. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, yeah, <laughs> safety. Yes. So she can't reach in there with her uh, with her radiation suit on, which seems like poor design. She's I like, feel like fuck any- this helmet. Anything <laughs> in the radiation. <laughs> I feel like anything in the radiation room should be designed so that I can reach it while wearing my my radiation <laughs> suit. But that's just me, and I don't science. So she's like, fuck it. Yeah, she pulls off her not at all attached, even by Velcro, like helmet. Fuck this noise, and she reaches in there, and she's like, K one two three, whatever K sixteen. Blip. She pulls it out. Um, all of the uh, super phallic lasers start um, coming down from the ceiling and they aim at each other and they make a magic golden laser space hole, which is just big enough for the soul of a Russian space baby to go through. And I thought, I thought it would just be the soul, like the soul yeah. is missing in this other dimension and it'll just bloop through because it's just, it's it's the soul that has been speaking to her this whole time in the, in the shape of a ghostly little white Russian boy. Yeah. But no, this other dimension must have some kind of physical aspect to it because he needs his gum baby body too. So... <laughs> So somehow, so the light, the laser happens. Um, we get the purple light show. We're going slow through time and space, backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. The hole opens up. The gum baby schloops through, as does his soul. They get to be reunited with his mom in his weird, his, his three-part soul, I guess. Gum baby, sleeping body, and awake baby get to become one. Like that video, do you know those games that are like advertised in iPhones all the time where you have to, it's like merge dragons or whatever? Yeah. To, yeah. So like that, but with a Russian space baby. <laughs> or the, the Holy Trinity. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. 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 What, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Yes. I, you know what, Matt? Yes. I believe that this episode, they definitely uh, had a deeper religious. Gum babies, Jesus. <laughs> we've Done established now. it. We've yes. established, we've said the words, as with Anya, we've said the words and so therefore. Russian space radiation, Jesus. <laughs> Because he can't go to regular heaven, as I think no. Rachel's textbook right. has established. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it sucks him into the hole, and then all of a sudden, it knocks, uh, it knocks Anya backwards through time and space far enough that we're at the very first scene that she, when she first went to the lab after Gare was like, "I got something fascinating," and she's like, "I've seen what you have that fascinates women. I don't it's need to. Fine. I don't need yeah. to travel across the country for that." Uh, Roy is back. And Roy's, but yeah. So we, yeah. So in this case, it's one again one of those things where like sometimes traveling through time. The effects continue backwards, and sometimes we travel through time, and it's like, no, we're just at, we're just at whatever things were in the past. So you're in this case, uh, the magic of his soul patch has been saved. Yes. Um, we go back to the very, very first scene where Roy is like jizzing his pants over how much he loves Anya, and Anya's just like, "Fuck off, Roy." Um, and then all of a sudden, Jane comes in and is like, "You guys better see this," and it's like, "Okay, like the, you got to come see this cliche, sure." So they go over to the little viewing window into the radiation room, and uh, Gum Baby's body is gone, and Anya's like nodding wisely, like, "I did it. I fixed space uh, and time." Yeah. No one else is perturbed though. Bye, bye, Gum Baby. Like I like they all seem kind of like huh, and I'm like, no. Nobody's <laughs> like, look for the slime look, trail. Look for the well. Look for the thing that emits radiation. Look for the look, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Who stole There's... the radiation, baby? They should all be freaking the fuck out right now, right? I mean, I'm not crazy for thinking that. <laughs> This thing that's like, they just managed to get it in like a shipping crate from Russia with like, do not open on the side. They popped it open. They they slid it. They slid it into the box. They're like, no one go in there without your hazmat suit. Russian space baby. 
that shoots out enough <laughs> that doesn't just shoot out regular radiation. It sometimes shoots out like tachyon space time particles and shit. And it's missing. It's gone. <laughs> and they're like, oh shucks. Oh man, Agent oh, Porter shucks. is gonna be pissed oh, well, that this radioactive. Uh, again. <laughs> Gary, did your dog eat it? Like nobody again. <laughs> Somebody go check the cafeteria. And then they like don't follow up on it. They're like, well, I guess we can't run that experiment Aww. because the irradiated space gum baby is gone. <laughs> okay, shut it all down, folks. And then Anya leaves. I guess we're all out of a job now. <laughs> she leaves and we get we get the um the creepy outer limits voiceover going, an open mind and a caring heart are more important tools to fathom reality than science. And I'm like, mm, you missed they? it. You missed are it. They? I mean, yes. <laughs> An open mind, but that's part of science. That's yeah. part of the science. Closing your eyes and saying, I don't want to take a new information seems anti-science. Correct. So even if you've got this new phenomenon where you don't know what it is because it looks like the ghost of a Russian space baby is coming to visit you in a laboratory, I feel like the response is not, la, 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 this didn't happen. The response is, let's figure out why I'm hallucinating Russian <laughs> space babies. <laughs> so I, fuck, but it just, like, it ends and I was like, I feel like this episode thinks that she learned and grew and she like she like ha- was like the Grinch and her heart grew three sizes that day. But she was just a super cunt the entire time. Yeah. And then at the it end. It worked out for her. And, yeah. And it worked out for her. And at the end when she um, when she was having like a weird quasi religious out of body experience with Russian space baby Jesus. She was like, well, I guess I'm going to investigate that. Now I believe, now I have an open heart to caring about other people. Yeah. Because I feel no, bad. No, just space baby. Just space baby. Yeah. Well, I, she never or, gave or, a shit about Roy. This is true. Or like space baby's mom, I guess. Like space baby's mom was like, you take care of him. I don't want to give me a Russian accent. She didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> she should have had a Russian accent. You take care of my son in earth. And so therefore you also are his mother. And I was just like, I was just like, okay. So like. This woman. She completely <laughs> destroyed all of these people's career because they lost their Oh, they're all fired. They're, all, they're, they're going to jail. They might be going to jail for they're losing radiated. They're going to federal prison. Yeah. She, she must have escaped. For losing they, radiated material, yeah. She showed up and the baby disappeared and she was like, <laughs> uh, well, I'm out, y'all. Peace <laughs> out, guys. Fuck off, Gare. Like, you're just like, what? They don't right. check her trunk. They check nothing because she's yeah. leaving and the guy's like, have a good day. And she goes, I already have. And then she just She's back to being kind of a bitch again. And I was just like, God, God damn it. Because she destroyed yeah. everyone in that room. None of them yeah. will work. They have no they have ever no careers again. ever again. But it's like it but it feels like the show thinks that she had an arc, and I'm like, but did she? Like the only person that she ever sort of cares about is maybe Space Baby, maybe Space Baby's mom. Um, and even then it's only just sort of like um, because this affected me personally, because I was yeah. having these visions and I didn't like having these visions and these visions confirmed to me a thing that I thought at the beginning, which is possibly this is an immoral thing to do, which her character didn't seem like her character should even care about things being immoral or not no. based on the comments she made no. to Roy. If Roy was having those visions, she'd have been like, fuck off, Roy. Yeah. Although I guess she makes the comment at the beginning, like, if you guys did this to a monkey, they would call it vivisection because you're, you're cutting him open while he's still alive and we're not allowed to do that and that's and that's cruel. Right. And then that's when Gare's like, no, it has no brain. We can poke it with and a, she's with like, a oh, meat okay, fork cool. and it's fine. So 
And then Roy's like, I think maybe it feels something. I don't know. Like, I get the sense it feels something. She's like, fuck off, Roy. Yeah, it has no brain. It has no emotions. Like you, you dumbass. Just nut tap. Shut the fuck up, yeah. Donnie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're but, out of your element. So it's sort of like, it's sort of like, I guess she kind of, like, she kind of had, like, a little bit of an emotional question, a moral question, and then she ignores it, and then she has, like, sort of a moral awakening when she's like, it is cruel to do this to a thing that can feel pain and understands what's going on, and so we shouldn't do this to Space Blob. Uh, and therefore I should try to save Space Blob. But then she goes back to just being like twatty and cunty again. And she still is like, I kind of thought, I'll be honest, I thought this was going to end a little bit like Vampire Dog where mm-hmm. like where Space Baby would like give her like the bewitched nose twitch and she'd be cured of yeah. MS or whatever she has. And it doesn't. It's just sort of like back to dying, I guess. Okay, I saw a Space Baby. And then she just drives off into nothingness and the episode ends. And I was just like, <laughs> the fuck, the fuck just, What? <laughs> I don't know, Matt. What did what were your vibes after watching this insane? <laughs> uh, legally, we have to call it television, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there were pictures that moved with sounds. <laughs> they said things. They said some more things. There were blinking lights. I felt soothed. <laughs> the science aspect wasn't horrible. I mean, that's uh, something. Yeah, I feel like Gare did his best. I have nothing bad to say about about Gare. I like. I think acting the wise, yeah, they everybody fine. did fine. Yeah, it's just the they script, weren't asked for a lot. The plot, the setting, the but everything <laughs> else. <laughs> the words that they had to say were disconcerting. Yeah, these the gum baby they had to look at was upsetting. <laughs> this was the problem with these ti- these shows like Outer Limits and Twilight Zone, where they try to tackle these huge things in this really tiny little vignette. Is there's absolutely no way to cover all of your asses. Yeah. You can't sew up every hole yeah. unless you're really, really good at it. Yeah. And the odds of having someone who's really, really good at it are yeah, pretty small. Pretty, pretty small. Yeah. Especially well, in the 90s when you're like, well, she's a woman. How yeah. much do we really need to explain? It did feel like that was, I mean, I don't think that I'm crazy for, for saying that the subtext, one of the subtexts of this was like, uh, it's only women who are experiencing these hallucinations. It's women who are having these visions. And we don't really believe women we don't believe emotional people in science and yeah. women are emotional people and therefore we don't believe women in science. It's because of our connection, our uh, mystical motherhood connection. <laughs> oh shit, my eyes roll back and saw my brain again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, they, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking the, about. Yeah. Uh, the like, oh no, all women are destined to be mothers and therefore all women are connected through babies. And their uteruses. Our uteruses just like reach out and touch each other when we get too close to each other. It's a known fact. Well, thank thank God. That's why we're not allowed to hang out in groups. (laughs) Thank God our chairs are far enough away (laughs) (laughs) that my uterus can't reach across and give you a handshake. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, I... I did like I will say that most of this episode I didn't hate it. I was it wasn't like other women's children where I was gripping the arms of the chair going, make it end. Why am I doing this to myself? But like um I, I and I did like the the subtext that they I oh, I thought it was interesting. I don't remember ever seeing a program where there was clearly intended subtext, like not like fans interpreting like, you know, glances or whatever. Yeah. But clearly intended subtext that was never at all like never met the text. Never, yeah. like, touched the text. And I was like, that's that's really interesting. I don't think I've ever seen that before in a program or in a movie even where it's like you clearly intended that they had a relationship and the relationship ended because she was like, I am sick from something and I am going my own way now and I can't. I have to close myself off from human emotional experiences 
uh, and you are a human emotional experience, and so therefore, like, you're dead to me. Fuck off and die forever. Like, and I it was just added for backstory. And it was just, yeah, no yeah. significance to the plot. Yeah, it just kind of well, explains maybe, how he knew who knew. She yeah, well, and, maybe, and, and maybe, but maybe it is significant to the plot in that she's <laughs> having a mini stroke. So. <laughs> I feel like it, it is sort of significant in that her character has to be <laughs> hard. sentence got away from you. <laughs> her character has to be hard and emotionless the entire time. And I feel like I feel like this is maybe meant to, like, explain what's going on. I am listening. I am listening. What? Yeah. No, it's meant to explain what's yeah, going on. Yeah. It's, <laughs> whatever. It's, it's, meant, no, it's meant to explain how she gets to be this hard person. Like, it's meant to give her context. So she's not um, a person who's a hard bitch who then got um, sick and became a harder bitch. It's yeah. that she was, she was a more human, open, caring person. She had a relationship with someone. She opened, she was, she allowed herself to have relationships with people. Then she gets sick. And then she has to be, she has to, like, take herself away from, the from the human relationships because she feels like she can't afford to have that and so she's very hard and when Garrett calls her back she's like well I'm coming back for like a job I'm not coming back for you I like but I need work I need something to focus on other than my illness yeah it's got to be interesting yeah and she comes to the work and she still has to be hard so every time Roy tries to interact with her she's like I can't I cannot um, engage with you the way you want me to engage with you because I can't have the human relationships like I I've closed that door I have shut it and I am I am hard and I'm all science now. And like that is the only that is the only way that I can do this job and live the le- the rest of the life that I have left is to not not have um, the warmth of human souls anywhere near me. Yeah, because she keeps saying I'm not going to solve all the problems I wanted to solve. Yeah, I'm not going to get all the stuff done that I wanted to get done. Yeah, like the yeah. clock is ticking for me. Um, and maybe that's why she throws away the pictures of her and Gare because it's sort of like these I'm not getting that back. I, I can't yeah, I can't allow myself to have these things and these things are the the interpersonal aspects of life, like the the living right. and part the of temptation life. Temptation to even yeah. think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about it is too painful. I can't have these things anymore. They're not open to me. So like why do I even have these photographs? Like they hurt too much. I'm gonna keep the science picture, the like all of us in our lab coats picture because that is success. That is tangible success that I got in my career. And my career is what I have not an emotional human life. I have the career. Like, that's the choice I had to make that was made for me. Yeah. And that now this is what I have. And so then when Space Baby is like, please help me. I need, I need, like, no one else can hear me. No one else can see me. I can't reach out to anybody else. Like, please, please help me move on. Please help me get the peaceful death that I have been denied for 14 years. That's what cracks open the hard shell that she lives in. Yeah. And then helps her... Helps her find that middle path between, like, too emotional, can't do any kind of a science job because you're just, like, off in your own world and um, too hard and um, intractable and not open to any kind of human emotional experience. Like, maybe maybe he's, like, the like the, the nut that cracks her open Yeah, a little bit. Like, I feel like that's maybe where they want to go. Probably. But this episode is so fucking off the wall. That it's hard to be like, ah, yes, her emotional journey. It's more just like, she's just touching gum baby now. All right, now she's going backwards in time. Here's a soul patch. Okay, all right. So (laughs) in terms of rating. Yeah, because it can't even be death because when Roy tries to just let it die, it fights back. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. His physical body can't die for his soul to pass on. It has to, like, it's like his soul is stuck from radiation is like stuck inside his goo, his goo body, his gum body, yeah. and so gum body and soul have to together be sucked out of space and time. Yes. Yeah. 
I feel like this. You're right. I think you hit the nail on the head when you're like, it tries to do too much, and it ends up in yeah. this like what the fuck middle I mean, middle zone. I love these little shows as much as anybody else, but they you can't accomplish. Yeah, this could be five or six episodes. I see what you're trying to go for in terms of her emotional arc. I don't yeah. know that you're super successful in getting there, and if you hadn't like i feel like they if they hadn't spent so much time about her just being such a stone cold bitch like if they had shown more if they had, yeah. if they had had ghost baby show up to her earlier then there would have been more time to show the progression of her being like nope i didn't see that to like or even have more I conversations with ghost baby yeah because ghost baby shows up and it's just like help me help me <laughs> and she's like okay yes instead of being like hi i'm sasha i'm gum baby yeah I can finally talk to somebody, yeah. you, because and, you're And her broken. being like, this is a hallucination. You're not really here. You can fuck all the way off with yeah. everyone else who's in line to fuck all the way off. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, if I was not a hallucination, would I be able to... Kill Roy and explode him with my brain? Kill Roy? She's like, I don't know. Kill Roy and let's find out. <laughs> this feels like a perk. She, she really gives zero shits when Roy dies. Like, she's zero. more she's more concerned that, like, it turns out that Gum Baby can um, emit tachyons and make purple haze and makes, may make time move forwards and backwards. And less yeah. concerned with, oh, by the way, uh, when, when he did that, Roy exploded. Yeah, she's well, like, I, think oh, I know you didn't need to do that. That's justified because she was actually experiencing firsthand Roy killing her. Yeah. So, so, she, so you're saying she's like, she's mad at Roy? Um, she felt un- she felt empathy towards Gun Baby for what he for fighting back. Yeah, but like they're like morally on the same side. Like they, she comes around to Roy's point of view after Roy explodes. Yes, <laughs> not in time to tell Roy that she thought he was right or yeah. anything. Yeah, because you know, as soon as she left, he dropped the clipboard and she was like, "Fuck off, Roy!" and she just left. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know that when we, yeah, at the very end when it goes back to the beginning, that she does not say a single kind word to Roy and is like, no. nope, I'm a bitch again. Bye, peace out, dickheads. And then just walks out <laughs> of the building. I already have. <laughs> so I don't know. In terms of rating. So, Matt, uh, my rating system has been uh, sloppy kisses out of 10 um, in terms of like an overall quality of the product. <laughs> Rachel's rating has been raised I... eyebrows out of five because mm-hmm. we can't be consistent in anything we do. <laughs> But but you've been doing it more in terms of like the gear performance specifically, yes, and yeah. I've been rating it as like how I feel about the overall property. Yeah, because I feel like it's it's hard for me to to rate a gear performance like on its own. Because I feel like I feel like he does a good job. Like he shows up and they're like do a thing, and he's like I'll do the thing, and he yeah, does it's the hard thing. To and be I'm objective. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. So I'm like I'm you know I'm happy with whatever he gives me. Um, but like in terms of this overall program, I mean I. I like I, – I keep going back to – I like that subtext because that is – I've never seen anyone do that before where the subtext is, like, absolutely there. It's not the audience making it up, but it's never addressed by the show. And it's it feels, it feels like the show is, like, we couldn't we couldn't get to all the stuff we wanted to say. So, like, could you just look at these photos and know what we wanted to say? Yes, thank you. So I would give it – you know what? I'm going to give it, like, six sloppy wet kisses out of ten just because I feel like it's worth it to watch. It's, like, not – it's not boring. Um, it's not like, it's not painful to watch. Like, like when I watched other women's children, I literally was just, I had my fingers dug into the armchair and I was like, get through it, get through it. And for this, this was like, this was like fine. Like it's not, it's not the greatest, um, thing that's ever been put to film, but like it was fine. But I just, I really thought that was so interesting with all of the gear makeout photos that they snuck in there. And I like, I like that, like 
the Gare makeout photos makes us in line with every other thing that Gare does where he's like he's like sex daddy. Yeah. Because otherwise this character is not really sex daddy. He's got no. I mean, he's got like a girlfriend and they make the like the comment of yeah he's a lazy dater so if a woman's within five feet of him and he's single like that's his new wife. Congratulations. <laughs> um, but like otherwise it doesn't really hit right. It doesn't really yeah. hit like all of the, the the I don't remember seeing. Uh, any of the bemused raised eyebrows that he yeah, normally does. He does once. Does he do it once? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we got we got one. When he does the that means oh, that your radiation yeah. source and she's like, Thanks, I need that. And he goes, You're welcome. Yeah. And he does like a does the raised eyebrow. Yeah. I had to say that for the script. <laughs> Girl, did you like it when I signed to you with my science? Yeah, that was exposition. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, like six, because I feel like I feel like his performance was was fine. We got like uh, in the subtext, we got we got some of the um, the things that we want from Gare, his characteristics. But like overall, overall, it's just it's I, I didn't like it as much as the other Outer Limits episode. But like it's it was like fine. Yeah, but fine. like I just I would recommend it only for the subtext because that's just conceptually that's like a neat a neat thing for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go three raised eyebrows out of five. Because he was there and he did a good job with what he had, but we didn't get a lot of the usual. He got to be more gare in the previous one because we got, like, him laying in bed with his wife. We got somebody telling him he was excruciatingly handsome. You know, the usual things that are written into his contract. <laughs> but in this one, we didn't get that. And so it was mostly just, like, I am science. I don't have a defined role here except maybe administration. And I'm just going to show up long enough to take advantage of your work. Yeah. And then fire you when you seem unstable. My role is to help the science move forward. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of only existed in context of the lab. Yeah. So he did a he was fine. He did a fine job. Yeah. But I think it really felt like the other lady's the main character. You're just here to yeah. you know, get re- renovate your yeah. living room. The only way we get to the characteristics is with those photos. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, what uh, what would your rating uh, system? I be? I would love. <laughs> oh, oh, is it is Good. it? Oh no, <laughs> is it the tongue tornado? Is that what just happened to you? <laughs> I will give this three space time dimensions out of four because <laughs> <laughs> the science was decent, like grounded in real uh, concepts. <laughs> I love my rating systems. <laughs> 10, no, but that, that, that I feel like is definitely rare, especially yeah. in like in like a um a, a mystery of the week, a monster of the week yeah. type of type of program. Especially so, yeah. like the the kind of throwaway line just to like establish her credentials, her street cred was relevant. W- was actually did actually establish a her relevant cred, yeah. Uh, yeah. physics principle. Yeah. 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 So this was a thing that we all we all watched and we all managed to get through emotionally. So yeah. yeah. Thumbs up. How was it you wanted to end it? Oh, uh, don't be a narc. Nobody tell him about this. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, friends. Bye. Bye. Bye.